0: Hello and welcome to Compo Junto episode 58. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit. And I'm here with my co-host, Adam Juju Tetteris. <laughs> it's Black History Month. Hey, so, okay. you know, figure we bring in one of the uh one of the you see now oh, no. jujuing on no, that we beat. Just
1: go, we're just gonna start right here.
0: I've seen that a lot of yeah. blacks they're into jujuing <laughs> oh, no. for Black History Month. I figured. That we could uh, celebrate uh, something that is very, very important. I thought my African American over there, are you the greatest? Are you jujuing on that beat? Are you jujuing on that beat? Amarosa, can you can you show us? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> ben, do you know how to juju? Oh my God. It, this is this. What <laughs> can you imagine what you, if he was like, Ben, Amarosa, come on out here and juju for but us. But what, what you are saying? Amarosa, right Ben, come out here and juju for us that's not good it's not that's crazy not good either. it's not crazy it's not an
1: unbelievable idea and the worst part is the thing that you are Look saying right them. now are they the greatest what you are saying as a parody is more culturally competent <laughs> than what he actually offered <laughs> than what he actually offered doing his oh speech. man it is black history month i can't even with the president he ruined, the United, he ruined Black History Month on day one. On Yo, day one. He's starting off episode 58. I heard that he said he wanted to make it shorter. I heard that he said... 45 he wanted, wants to make it shorter? He wanted to make it 24 days long. He said... Uh, Listen. Omarosa had too many days in his, his administration is what my understanding is. Well, here's what I'm going to say. I'm gonna I ta- can't. I'm going to take...
0: I'm going to take a, uh, a word from Morpheus himself, Lawrence Pishburn... He has decided that he's gonna be calling him 45. Why is this he's
1: 45? Given the uh, his 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 45th, the 45th, he's president, he's, that's what, what he's calling him. So it's sort of like a Voldemort, Voldemort, uh, he who shall not be named kind of situation. We're just going to assign a number. All I know is Morpheus said 45. Morpheus says 45. I said 45. Yeah, so 45 By out all here,
0: means. 45 out here already getting getting things cracking. For I'm Black on history, board man. with Othello
1: himself. <laughs> I'm on board. Absolutely. I don't want to wake talk about- up. Some people talk. don't,
0: they don't they might not get that reference, but just you know.
1: I don't want to talk Google about 45
0: If you know you Lawrence Fishburne Fishburn movie uh
1: movie uh Trivia, yeah. Cowboy Curtis, you might get. Oh, Cowboy wow, yeah. wow, that's a deep cut. That's my Steez man. Pee-wee's wow, hey, man. man. Hi, Pee Wee. Yo, your man had a, a wild Jerry curl at that. Take point. the red pill, Pee Wee. Oh, whoa, wait, whoa, wait a oh, now. Wait, hold, on. hold on a second. Absolutely. Mister Herman what? wakes up connected to machinery, and he's like, "I was in the Matrix the whole time." <laughs> that was really weird. Wow, I lived in a weird chat room. What's up with that chair? Uh, what is up with that chair? Yeah, His face is right there, man. <laughs> well, happy Black History Month, Adam. Hey, thank you. Happy Black History Month to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know,
0: just thinking about the fact that already mm-hmm. we got some, um, interesting <laughs> stuff going on uh-huh. for the m- month of February. That's right. Yeah, so we might as well dive right into it. Yeah, we kind of cracked jokes about it a little bit already. How could we not? But you know, 45 had some thoughts about Black History Month.
1: In yeah. chair. <laughs> okay, 45 had an entire speech. Mm. Uh I think it is customary for the the president of the United States 45 to to share words to honor Black History Month. Mm. And usually this is a time to look at heroes in American history, heroes who represent progress and courage mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, uh, not sitting down and doing nothing but standing up and facing oppressors. This is a time when we get to look back at people who did things that were courageous and people hated them for it. Mm. And then we get to finally give them their due honor mm-hmm. that they have earned. Uh, and 45 opted to speak on behalf of fake news <laughs> and CNN and Rosa Yeah. Yeah, so I just want to share an excerpt with you, if I may. Mm-hmm. And please, keep please share, mind, share with the class. Share yeah, with the keep Junto. Keep in mind, I'm, I'm going to keep this brief. Junto listeners, I'm going to keep this brief because I don't want you to have to listen to this entire thing. Mm. So keep in mind that this some of this is pulled from context, and I promise you, none of the context will help it. <laughs> Not any of it, okay? So uh, let's just go ahead and begin here. Last month, we celebrated the life Of Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. He's speaking as 45, by the way, just so you know. This is me as 45. Whose incredible example is unique in American history. You read all about Dr. Martin Luther King. When did you read about Dr. Martin Luther King, by the way? Uh, Many moons ago. So here's 45's example. You read all about Dr. Martin Luther King a week ago. Yeah? When somebody said I took the (laughs) statue out of my office, it turned out. That that was fake news. This boy didn't get but a, a half a paragraph through, and he already made it about himself. Fake news. The statue is cherished. It's one of the favorite things in the, and we have some good ones.
0: So he just go, he couldn't finish that sentence.
1: We have Lincoln, right? We have Jefferson. Okay, and we have some good ones. <laughs> He's talking about the statues in the office now. No longer we talking Lincoln, about yeah. We mm-hmm. have we have Jefferson and. Uh, We've got we've got some good ones, and it was never even touched. So I think it was a disgrace. But that's the way the press is. Very unfortunate, sad, um, horrible, terrible. That's, uh, that's one of my personal favorite excerpts. Or this one: the folks at the table in almost all cases have been great friends and supporters. Daryl, I met Daryl when he was defending me. Daryl's a black on television. Daryl's a black. Come over here, Daryl. And the people that Look were at on him. the other side it, of the argument, my African American right here. right. Right? You're black, you know. And Paris has done an amazing job in a very hostile CNN community. He's all by himself. You'll have seven people in Paris. And I'll take Paris over the seven, but I don't watch CNN. So I don't get to see you as much as I used to. I don't like watching fake news, but Fox has treated me very nice. Wherever Fox is, thank you. So these are excerpts from the the direct (laughs) transcript of the Black History Month statement by 45. (laughs) I can't with this Idiot! This this buffoon. Yo, you call this bull a creature? He is a creature. I didn't, like honestly, I said, yo, he, yo, he called this dude a man, creature. I have sympathy for creatures. Yo, I I, have, I feel things for creatures. So maybe oh, maybe I was speaking out of turn because that that is it was high praise for for Woo! something like himself. This is oh awful. boy, this is awful. This is just a bad taste in my mouth for the next four years. Yo. Impeach him fast, folks. Yo. Can we just please resist the Empire? Yes. Octavius? Yeah. Resist the Empire. Yeah. Killer Croctavius. That's that's the new AKA Adam gave me is killer Croctavius. Goodness gracious. Um, this is how we find Ways to 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 deal I guess This is my My way of coping Just new AKAs Right <laughs> Honestly well, well, Honestly you, Well your boy uh, Spicy McGee
0: uh, Spice man out here Ooh. Talking about uh,
1: <laughs> oh, Spice man <laughs> Fr- yeah. Frederick Frederick Douglass Frederick Douglass He's like I've heard, I've heard he's doing <laughs> Good things <yo>. right now <laughs> These cats aren't even trying. Press secretary doesn't even know who Frederick Douglass is. Doesn't know that he died in the late 1800s. Spicy takes. Spicy takes. (laughs) These these ain't even hot. These are spicy. Spicy takes. These some spicy takes. Here's a spicy take on Frederick Douglass. He was great in Hamilton. Loved him. (laughs) Loved him in Hamilton. He does great work. Terrific work, man. So yeah, get with it. Honestly, I'm I'm just I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I
0: mean, I'm not surprised, unfortunately, but you know, I get the disappointment, but you know, at the same time, there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, yeah, I mean, this sounds about right for these ruffians. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, what, what do we come, do we expecting more than this? I,
1: I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know.
0: Well, we'll, we'll get to this. We'll cover y- some of this Your man, later. your man
1: is a straight supervillain.
0: Yeah. Like this is straight, like this is
1: supervillain status. Yes, it is. You know? Yes, and, it is. Like, we've never had a supervillain like this, though. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Like, when was the last time you were reading a comic book and the supervillain got this under your skin? Or was so incompetent and still rose to power? I think what's interesting about this, Baron Zemo still got good ideas. I mean, like, they're bad (laughs) ideas, but I'm like, okay, it's clever.
0: I think a thing about this is that the the shamelessness of it all. Yeah. That's yes. what it is.
1: That is a good word for it. It's shameless.
0: Shameless. It's not even trying to cloak itself or hide itself or no. like mask itself as something else. It's direct. It's like, I am exactly what I said I was from day one and y'all bought it. Yeah. yeah. And now that I'm here and I'm doing it, it's like... I can't believe they bought it. Yeah. I mean, well, you yeah, now I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. Mm. So, yeah, there's a there's a real shamelessness about it, which is like, wow, I have some, like, you're not even trying to be slick. You're Pretend. just, you know, you're not even acting like there's anything to be afraid of. Yeah. Or anything to, like you said, you know, even the Joker has, like, a seems like, you know, well, let's try to, the penguins trying to avoid running Batman. Sure. You know what I mean? Don't want to get found out per se,
1: but this cat's out here just doing whatever. No, I I, I, I don't even know. That's why we do the show. That's what, this is why we do the show. We have to find ways to deal. We need to find ways to carry on, to self-medicate, to find happiness and escapism and opportunities for protest. I'm saying Resist the empire.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, oh, yeah, I said that on episode 57. Uh huh.
1: And I said, said, don't even come to my door. Right. Telling me, where's the shirt? Yeah. Where's the shirt,
0: Octavius? Yeah. I said, said, hold me accountable. And then I quickly corrected myself and I was like, why did I say that? Do not do that. Well, it's out there. So um, I had a couple tweets where people were like, where's the shirt at? (laughs) Yeah. Octavius sends me a text message that says, what have I done? Yeah. What have I done? So I made the shirt. That's it. I made the shirt. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can go to tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash comic book Junto. That's J-U-N-T-O. You can grab yourself some Resist the Empire merch, you know, typography. You know, I did it with typography. So it's something simple. I thought it'd be something that's like just direct and to the point. Um, Mm -hmm. T-shirts, hoodies, Mm -hmm. sweatshirts, mug, whatever you want to do. It's good. Whatever you want to do. I love it. Yeah, simple to the point. So I made it, put it out there. Um, shout out to my mentor, Dan Mall, for giving me the push to go ahead and finish that. I told him about the idea and he's like, Why haven't why why don't you just do it? And I was like, Fair. Oh, yeah, hey. Yeah, that's uh I probably should just do it, huh? He's like, Yeah, you why are you sitting here telling me about it? Yeah. Just just do it right now. And there you have it. So there it is. So it it's up exists. there. For those of you that are interested in it, go ahead and grab you one.
1: What is getting you through? The world today, Octavius A. Newman. Well, I'm going to hold that answer because we actually
0: have a question in our talk back that's asking us that exact same question. Well, I was going to say Beyonce is pregnant, and that is giving me life. <laughs> oh, really? That is giving me. That's brought a smile to your face is on the me, first day of it's, uh, Black History Month. Me
1: two lives. 45 tried to steal it from you. Yeah.
0: But Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. Right. But
1: Beyonce. But Beyonce. Yeah. I uh I am I'm thrilled that the Queen has has more coming. Mm-hmm. Uh and even more so with the general response from the world. Um I uh I'm loving tweets about the significance of these unborn children so far. Someone had said, damn, they're not even born yet. And Beyonce's new twins have already been tasked with saving the country. Yeah. I mean, yes. And then somebody else had said, we must not let Trump and Bannon distract us from what's going on. Resist. This is serious. Wait, who don't hold on? Who's having twins? (laughs) What's this? Right. That's good. Yeah. Everybody's
0: excited about this. this she she, She announced it. Of course, very artfully
1: with <laughs> yeah. an Instagram photo with a veil on and the flower uh, arrangement in the background does look like that. Joint you buy for Prop Joe at his funeral. Who is Prop Joe? In the Wire, remember Prop oh, Joe? Yeah, you yeah. was like when when somebody passes away and you buy that flower arrangement. Like that looks, it looks like that flower arrangement, that like funeral flower arrangement that's mm. up on a stand on an easel. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was an interesting. I'm always choice. amazed at
0: how Beyonce and her team can just keep things under wraps until she is ready to let it out. <laughs> yeah, like she. You look at her; she is very pregnant. It's yes. not like I wonder Beyonce. So that means nobody has seen her yes. for some period of time. Nobody of any who's interested in possibly telling this information. So <laughs> it's not like I'm pregnant and coming soon. It's like nah, I've been pregnant for a while.
1: Someone on Twitter, Jermaine Spradley, says Beyonce is so beautifully ratchet. This. Joint looks like a nativity scene shot at Sears. <laughs> Definitely the super deluxe package. I love her. Yeah, I mean, he's not people wrong. are excited. It's not wrong. It's amazing. So there's that. Yeah. Thank so, you. I, Thank you, Yancey. Thank you, Jay. I assume I'm. I'm happy. Things are working with y'all. Yeah. I'm happy. Uh, happy. Everything patched up after Lemonade, such that you
0: could give us or, these, these gifts. Or that was just music. Yeah. Or it was just music, I don't know. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is Beyonce is like a superhero to a lot of people. As you can see from people's responses, she, is, she represents to a lot of people in the world what you know superheroes represent to a lot of other people. She is like a real live living like thing that people aspire to, people, something that people look up to. And um, I think that's powerful.
1: Can you imagine how people would respond to a, a superhero being pregnant? Like Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, she's mm-hmm. pregnant. Mm-hmm. they would be like, that's well, amazing. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Spider-Woman had a whole arc. Yeah. Jessica Drew yeah. was pregnant and continued kicking ass through the pregnancy. Um, that's, I, I imagine the fanfare would be unparalleled, people would just go wild. Mm. You have a super baby coming. A super baby you coming. Super well, baby. that's how everybody feels. It's like, there's going to be three Blue Ivies? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, they, they don't even get don't. their own names. <laughs> it's just blue, blue Ivy 1, Blue Ivy 2, and Ca- the Carter 3. I Oof. Guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Carter 3. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so there's something else that's making you happy on here that I don't know nothing about. Speaking of music, uh, speaking of Beyonce and, and music that I love, my favorite band of all time is the Mountain Goats. I don't know what you're talking about it's right the now. The Mountain Goats, uh, led by a guy named John Darnielle. Are these the kind of goats that can climb up the wall in the <laughs> yeah, 90, you degree, know, ninety
0: degree, ninety degree drone? Yeah, the Beast. They just hold. Exactly. They just hold onto the thing with very little. Um, okay, all right, it's just you.
1: like that. Mm-hmm. Although similar, you know, that was uh, a dude representing a bunch of different personalities. The mm-hmm. Mountain Goats, plural, mm-hmm. is really just kind of one dude. It's just John Darnielle. Got you. He's my favorite. My favorite writer, my favorite lyricist, my favorite singer, everything all around, best, best, best. Okay. And uh, he is a super geek, loves Conan the Barbarian, loves Dungeons and Dragons, loves Star Wars, wrote an amazing book called Wolf and White Van that's ultra geeky. Wolf and White Vans? Yeah, Wolf and White Van. No, not like shoes, but like Wolf and White Van. Like Damn Daniel? No, Damn <laughs> <laughs> Wolf <laughs> and White <laughs> Damn Daniel Oh my god I didn't even realize this But he just ripped that From, from Vine That whole story Was just ripped from Vine Is, Is there, a, Are you serious? No Okay I was about to say He made a long book Based on a six second video <laughs> Damn Daniel But uh, he And the Soon to be director Or the director Of the next Star Wars mm-hmm. Star Wars episode eight mm-hmm. The two of them Got together And they were talking About a little project they can work on together. And Darn Darnielle and the director of Star Wars, the real director of Star Wars episode eight, okay, got together and made a little song that John Darnielle wanted to make about the ultimate Jedi who wastes all of the all the other Jedi's and eats their bones. And then the director What are you talking about? Yo, the director tweeted it out. The real director and said, Mountain goats and I were joking around, one thing led to another. He recorded this song and now it's canon. So this is the last Jedi? Yeah, the last Jedi, Something some along the lines about this ultimate Jedi who kills everybody else and he eats their bones, and uh, Rian, Ryan Johnson, the the director of Episode Eight, I don't know. He says it's canon. He says it's in there. So, well, listen, eat it, nerds. It's canon. John, well, Arnie, I don't. He's writing lore right now. Okay, there is a thing called sarcasm. I'm
0: just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know if it's actual canon. It's very exciting. But there's a whole lot of conversation. We talked a little bit last week about the fact that there's a new Star Wars coming up, episode eight. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. And yeah. it's in red. And what does that mean? And the other ones were in red. And who's the last Jedi? And everybody's mm-hmm. got their theories. Mm-hmm. But there's one that's floating around out there that just seems to make obvious sense. In the opening crawl mm-hmm. for episode seven, it tells you who the last Jedi is. It no. says it. I don't follow. Okay. You know, the opening crawl yeah, in the beginning. So here's what it says. Episode seven, okay. The Force Awakens. Luke Skywalker has vanished. In his absence, the sinister First Order has risen from their from the ashes of the Empire and will not rest until Skywalker, the last Jedi, has been destroyed. Oh,
1: well, mystery solved. There it is. There we have it. We figured it out. Why even come out with the movie now, you know? That's it.
0: Well, it's just I just thought it was interesting because everybody like that's one of the big things. What's the last Jedi? I was
1: like, well, we just we just told you the last. Jedi How is the blackout congregation responding to having the movie spoiled in the opening crawl? Hey, listen, I don't know if it's spoiled
0: <laughs> because they told us. Yeah, but I don't. Was that a spoiler?
1: I don't know. Is I mean, still, we don't know yet. We got to watch the movie. Yeah, people are debating over who the last Jedi is. So if we did in fact find out, I mean, those words were used. Mm-hmm. So not a coincidence. Yeah, definitely not a coincidence. But I'm sure Star Wars knows exactly what they're doing. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, something that that
0: got me a little excited. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played video games? Tell me more. <laughs> You video have, games. You have played video games. Goodness. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever played sports video games?
1: Yeah. I, I, I used to be really into tennis games on the Dreamcast. Ooh. That was my John. That's a deep. I loved cut. Virtual tennis on the Dreamcast. That was so good.
0: All right. So here's what my jam was: mm-hmm. EA skate.
1: Oh. Yo, yeah. skate. Skate was amazing. EA skate. Skate was coming out at a time when Tony Hawk games were not good now. Tony Hawk games are still not good. They were not good. Because mm-hmm. Tony Hawk 2 was fantastic. But f- there were a lot of really bad Tony Hawk games. Yeah. And Skate changed the game. Yes. With the whole different... It was like they used the sticks to you do You could tricks. use the thumb, the thumb stick to actually do
0: tricks similar to how you would use your feet. Mm-hmm. So... You would, well, supposedly I'm never getting on a skateboard. Well, I've gotten on a skateboard and fallen off it many a time, (laughs) but, um, you know, I was a fan of skateboarding from a distance. I never could do anything very like special, but I got a general idea of like how the mechanics work and you could use your thumb similarly to do the moves, love the game. You could jump off of stuff and do all this kind of thing. Skate three was the last skate that we got. That was a long time ago. And there's been a, like, request for Skate 4 for the longest time. People have been asking and asking and asking. Yeah. And, you know, the feedback was kind of like, nah, you know, it's not going to happen. So EA actually put out this tweet, May 11, 2016. It says, we love the passion our players feel for the Skate franchise. A new game is not in development, but we appreciate your feedback. So that's the last thing we heard about Skate. But still, people are still like, give us more. But what has happened recently, mm-hmm. January 28th, mm-hmm. 2017, uh, Daniel L.I. L.I. Okay. Lingen, Daniel uh, Okay. he sent out a tweet, 1240 a.m., hashtag Skate4. Okay.
1: Now, who, is, who is Daniel Lingen? All right. So <clears throat> here's what it says based off of... Um, Oh, he's a community engagement manager yeah. for EA. So
0: he's like, he's not nobody. Yeah, and he—that's what I was going to read out the whole thing, but you just kind of like mm. laid it down for us. Mm. He knows what he's doing. He knew what that tweet was going to do. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's some sort of like far off dude or just some random. Mm-hmm. He di- deals directly with the community. Yeah. So him tweeting out hashtag Skate Four, he's like. Well, you're telling us something. He knew that was going to make everybody erupt. Now, another piece of information that I heard, Mm -hmm. heard, Mm -hmm. I am completely smashing these two things together. Has nothing to do with anything. There's no facts, but this is just me. I heard Tony Hawk talking about the fact that he's going to be working on a potential new game project. He can't really talk about what it is yet. He can't really talk about what's going down. He's just saying that there's some conversations that are being had. So I'm like, could it be Tony Hawk being a part of skate Four? now? Again, I'm totally
1: just making this up. I don't Tony know. Tony Hawk is true had a game come out not very long ago. That did not do very well. Horrible. Yes, that was very, really, truly bad. Uh, and I remember Tony Hawk ride. Remember Tony Hawk ride. Yeah. The, uh, very bad. They, they haven't been good. For a little while. Tony Hawk. Oh, I'm looking online right now. And finding different Tony Hawk games. Mm -hmm. That I did not realize existed. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. Tony Hawk's Shred Session. Tony Hawk's Under. No. Pro Skater HD. Shred. Ride. Motion. Proving Ground. Project 8. Downhill Jam. American Skater. American Wasteland. Good God. Does this guy skate anymore? I mean, I'm sure Tony Hawk skates all the time. He just sits back and makes games now. Well, he's like, he's what Kanye wants to be. He just wants to sit back and make games about his mom. Games are hard, you realize. Right. So, speaking of uh, Tony Hawk and skateboards, I saw Triple X last night. Come on, man. I saw Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage All right. last night. Okay. You can see the, you can hear the excitement in my voice internet. Are we doing a one shot or no? Here's the one shot. <laughs> Do not see this film. It was uh, nostalgic for a time that was not good. It was very strange. Very Donnie M was in it. Tony Jaa is in it. Uh, there's a lot of talk of BMX. Literally... Triple X asks the question of a bunch of soldiers, says, have you ever done a backflip on a BMX? What? The soldier says, I don't waste my time with this. And I was very much with the soldier. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Okay, so I don't I have to go to see this movie. Question. Basically, that we've just concluded that this is good I a mean, I want time. you to see this movie because I feel like the one shot that we would produce would be on par with White Gods of Egypt. <laughs> like, white Gods of Egypt was problematic in a, in a cultural way. Right. Triple X is just... Trash truck juice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... <laughs> it's just the liquid sloshing around inside the trash truck. Yeah. After they then took all the trash out. It's like doing an ollie off of a trash truck Ugh. right into some trash truck juice. Wow. It was not very good, but I enjoyed my experience very much because I was with someone that I could just bust jokes with the mm-hmm. entire time. Mm-hmm. A plus movie going experience. Right. Film was awful. Aw, awful. All right. Very bad. Well, that, that, there it is. Everybody go see it. Five stars. No. Five stars. Incorrect. <laughs> All right. Tell me about Dragon Ball Z here. Mm. You like anime, yes? Yes. You like Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Okay. So, did you know that Dragon Ball Z's uh, uh, most prolific voice actor or actress? Is uh, a woman who does Goku. First of all, I did not know a woman voiced Goku. Yeah, it's just like, uh, and, and this is a thing that is, I think, more prevalent in voice acting. Um, a woman is the voice actor who does Bart Simpson, right? right? right. And that's, that's maybe one of the more famous that examples. That one I knew. Or Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats. I did not know that That was a woman. So this is something that is not altogether rare. Um, it's just something that you wouldn't really think of unless you saw it. And it's weird when you see the voice actor doing the voice. Mm -hmm. But uh, it is true. The woman who does the voice of Goku is Masako Nozawa, and she has just found herself in the Guinness Book of World Records for something that I think is kind of interesting. She is in there as the current record holder for longest time voicing a single character in a video game. And... Longest time working as a voice actor in video games. So she is the she has been doing voice acting for video games for an incredibly long time, and this is recognition for the video game angle, not necessarily the anime angle. But she has been doing Mm -hmm. characters for Dragon Ball video games for twenty three years and two hundred and eighteen days. That is a career. It's a long time. Twenty three years ago. They have voice acting in video games. Mm. I don't even remember that. Right. I remember hearing dribble dribble when I turned on double dribble. Right, and that was like the best voice acting I ever heard.
0: That was that was probably computer.
1: That was definitely computer. But like, I didn't even realize that was possible. I'm trying to think of the first time I ever heard voices in video games. Yeah,
0: and it was probably on because a lot of times video games it was just like. Very, very like 16-bit sounds. Yeah, and Sonic didn't speak. Toe Jam and Earl they didn't speak, and there was just text. Yeah, underneath it, and just really, really crude animations and stuff like that. Very heavily pixelated stuff. So
1: yeah. she'd been getting this working. She did her first video game in 1993, Dragon Ball Z Super Butroden on the Super Famicom, which uh, was a Japanese joint. Um, yo. She's amazing. Mm. She's absolutely amazing. Listen, I would love to do voice acting. Again, I'm just going to keep saying it. You got to talk to my girl, Masako. If
0: anybody's got guidance, Mm -hmm. if anybody has experience in voice acting, holla at me. How's your
1: Kamehameha? I mean,
0: I'm sure I could could
1: do it. Yeah? I'm sure I
0: could do it. Could you hold
1: it it for uh, 26 episodes?
0: Negative, Ghost (laughs) Rider. That's not going to happen. However, comma, I'm sure with editing, we can make it work. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I can just, you know, give them a good, a good, a good one take and they can just extend it. I know, I know they can do this. You just, I have a super phone in my pocket called the
1: iPhone (laughs) seven. We can, we can figure out this edit. You're trying to do one take. Let me just hit this out. with One take. You, you can use that. Yeah. You come in, put the headphones on. You do one take. They're like, Octavius, that was good. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Check, check. One, One, two,
0: one, two. (laughs) Ha ha. Yeah. (laughs) Ha ha. Yeah. Uh, here we go. I'm gonna do this one time. and get out of here. All right, check, check. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going in there. Like, sir, we don't, we we don't, we don't need that from you. No, yeah. this is what I need. This, no, is what this, I is, this is
1: what I do. This is what I. This is how oh, I get ready. Sorry. You want me to do the construction worker voice, or should I do Donald Trump? No, th- I'm sorry, Octavius. No, this we, is for a uh, Dragon Ball property. Neither of those. Groups. Hey, oh, Tommy,
0: listen. Hey, Kamehameha, whatever the thing. To grab the thing over there. Look yeah. here. Uh, here's the thing. All right, I'm coming in here. I'm gonna do what I want to do. All right, this is what I do. Okay, I have my way that I do my things. Sure, all right. Don't okay. question me. I know what I'm doing. Okay, shut up. Be quiet. Stop talking. Yeah. All right, everybody else, quiet down and said. All right, check one, two.
1: Hey, yo, all right, here we go. Can you uh, give me a give me some Piccolo lines with that uh with that voice? I got I got nothing. Hey, oh, hey, I'm Piccolo over here. Is that, is that is that a piccolo line? I'm yeah, piccolo over here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is that, that what, all is right. that what
0: construction work <laughs> piccolo? Is that
1: everything you needed? Construction worker piccolos down sounds <laughs> is that, like. Is that everything you needed? Hey. Hey, oh, hey. hey oh, watch over here. watch hey. it. Hey, whoa. Hey, oh, hey, watch it. I'm I'm sell. Is that it? That's it. I don't think it's gonna work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's gonna go over well. <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, cook your man up with the voice acting yeah. guidance. Cause I don't even know where to go. But anyway. More news. Talk television. Television. So we got some information about Cloak and Dagger.
1: Familiar with Cloak and Dagger? Uh, I know of them. I'm I'm familiar with the characters in that they make a cameo in the books that I read. Back in the day, there used to be things called Marvel cards. Mm -hmm.
0: And there were like baseball cards, football cards, basketball cards. You may or may not know about these things, but then there were comic cards. Yeah. Marvel had them. DC had them. So I know about Cloak and Dagger. I remember having the Cloak and Dagger like Marvel cards. Yeah. Tandy and Tyrone. So we got a TV show coming out and they have Casted who is going to play Cloak and Dagger. So Marvel and Freeform... I don't know what Freeform is exactly. Do you know what Freeform is?
1: Uh, Freeform is, oh gosh, it was a different channel. Either way. They rebranded, and I'm trying to think of, I think it was ABC Family. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was ABC, ABC Family, but now they're doing things that are a little less family and a little more is whatever. Well, we didn't Google this part, so we're just going to be Freeform. transparent about that. But anyway. I'm am, I am correct about that. It was ABC Family. Marvel
0: and Freeform have casted Olivia Holt, and Aubrey Joseph as the lead characters in the upcoming Cloak & Dagger television show. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about this? I'm not familiar
1: with the characters, and I'm not familiar with the actors. Yeah. So I'm at a... Neutral zone. That's how I feel, too. And I also know that this is a property that is connected to S.H.I.E.L.D., the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Okay, because this is ABC, Disney, and their television incarnation. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm interested in seeing where those things go, largely because I haven't been keeping up with S.H.I.E.L.D., and I'm looking for a jumping-on point. Like, give me something to bite into. I thought that would be in humans for me. I'm getting excited about seeing Black Bolt and Medusa and Lockjaw and Karnak and all that. Um I guess I'll wait until Inhumans comes. I mean, what about you? Like are you are you excited? Does this move you? Uh ah, I don't
0: really have a feeling either way. It's kind of like I don't really have a whole lot of relationship with these characters. And one of the big things for me is I need to see something. Yeah. You know, when it comes to now there's some there's some like studios and companies and brands that I'm already like, this is going to be good. Yeah. You know, there's certain directors and actors and stuff like that, that I'm like, yo, so if Marvel is putting out a new movie, I'm already excited. I'm already going to go see it. Yeah, of course. But when it comes to television, I'm kind of like, we'll see, Mm -hmm. you know, like, let me see some more information. Cause who knew what a guardian of the galaxy was? Yeah, Yeah. But you know, because Marvel studios was doing it, I trusted it. So for this, I'm just like, I'm not really, you know, Feeling one way or another, and television, if it's not on Netflix, if they were saying Cloak and Dagger is coming to Netflix, then I'd be like, Whoa, okay, I'm in. So it's very interesting how the person who's putting it out affects how I respond to it. Yeah, I understand. You know, the people behind it affect me. And since I haven't really been into like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it's just like, Oh, if it's going to be in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. world, I don't
1: know. How into it I'm going to be? So yeah. we'll have to see. It's it's funny that you said uh, who knew what the Guardians of the Galaxy were because Cloak and Dagger were characters created by the same dude who created Rocket Raccoon. Ah. so like this guy is known for making peculiar niche characters that people care deeply about, but they hadn't really had their time in the mainstream until recently. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that's going to help. Rocket Raccoon is beloved. Everybody knows Rocket now. Now. He's beloved now. Right, Groot and Baby Groot are beloved now. Yeah, So I wonder if if that that kind of effect is going to take place with with Cloak and Dagger as well. Like Bill Mantlo, the creator, will finally uh, uh, have this, I guess... This thing that he has earned; these his creations are going to see a whole new audience for people to appreciate things he made forever and ever and ever ago. And I mean, for that, I say that's baller. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah, more, that's not the only casting news. More casting have. news. Yep. Yeah, we also have casting news for Black Manta in the upcoming Aquaman movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the person who will be. Playing Black Manta is Yaya Abdul Mateen II, mm-hmm. who was recently starring in The Get Down. Yes. That Boz Lerman joined. Yes. Which I haven't seen all the way through.
0: I've seen enough to know who, to see this guy play his role in The Get Down. What do you think? <clears throat> I mean, pretty good actor. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, I, listen, there's a lot of stuff that's going on with DC, just like we talked about when it comes to certain, like, companies or groups or creative teams putting things out yeah when it comes to dc extended universe i'm just like "Um, okay yeah how about you finish a movie how about you keep a director right how about you follow through you know what i mean just like you know it's it's just you can you could get my favorite actor but it just makes me go I still don't, you still don't have my trust yet. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, so course. this news is like, great, but what are you going to do with it? Sure. You know, what are you going to do with it? So that, that's kind of how I feel about it. I'm just reserving my final feelings until I actually see
1: something. I'm excited to see the suit because Black Manta has a very dope outfit. Very involved suit. Very involved. Mm-hmm. And I want to see how they turn that into real life. Because, you know, some superheroes have these outfits that are just difficult to translate. Yeah. And this john has got like a manta ray flying saucer head. Yes. So I want to know what that looks like in the film, given they've changed Aquaman. It's Jason Momoa now. Yes. It's called Drogo. Yeah. So they've updated him. Aquaman got eyeshadow now. Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman is making people feel a ways. Yes. And I'm, I'm curious if they're going to update the outfit, of course they're going to update the outfit, but they, what are they going to do? They're going to put desert goggles on it. Are okay. they going to put them in a trench coat like Batman's got? Hmm. They're going give, to give them cargo pants <laughs> give and, them a, and a bat belt and a gun. Like, who knows what they're going to do? I don't know. DC just does crazy things. They're going to do what they want to do. Aquaman's got a gun. Black man's got a gun. Everybody's got guns underwater. Hmm. I, I'm sure. Sure, I'm here. Let's see. Oh, yeah, Let's see. Let's Alright, so
0: we got some more information. Um, what do you know about Shaft?
1: Like, the movie? I'm, I guess a little. Yeah, I know I know the show. I know the movie. I know there's a comic book. Yeah. I yep. know David F. Walker. David F. Walker. Wrote that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about all.
0: Well, they are rebooting the Shaft movies. Everything's getting Of course. Listen, they're gonna go ahead and tap into that nostalgia. They're gonna say, "How much money can we squeeze out of this?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So who's Um, doing it? So the same guy who directed um, the original Fantastic Four movies, the
1: Chris Evans,
0: Johnny Storm.
1: Yes. Okay, that's not a. Okay, that's not good. (laughs) Well, I mean, because those were not good. No, they weren't good.
0: (laughs) But at the same time, he also did Ride Along. Brad. Right. Okay.
1: All right. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Ice Cube. Sure. He also did Barbershop. No, he was the same guy. Same guy. The guy who did Fantastic Four mm-hmm. with Ben Grimm mm-hmm. did did Barber Yep. Tim Story did not know that. Yep.
0: All right. Well. So we okay. go. We'll we'll listen. We'll see. Yeah. That's all I can really say. Yeah. Sure. You know, like. The last Fantastic Four wasn't that great, but as far as this one is concerned, it's like, okay, it's news. Let's see what happens. Sure. Sure. Do we know who's playing Shaft?
1: No, we don't. I wonder. The information hasn't come out yet. Sam Jackson, he, you know, Sam Jackson was Shaft previously. Right. And Sam Jackson reminds me, you know, I saw Triple X last night. Okay. And Sam Jackson was in that. Uh Uh-huh. Playing, effectively, Nick Fury. What? Yeah. And they even make an Avengers joke. What? In yeah, the very beginning of the movie. He's playing a Nick Fury type character. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you, Sam Jackson and I are getting these checks. Yeah. <laughs> he is in yes, everything. Yes, he is. Yes, that he dude is.
0: stay working. Yeah. Sam Always. Jackson is busy. But yes. it's
1: funny to think, that's Sam Jackson. He's the dude who's been in uh, uh, Deep Blue Sea. He's right. the dude who's been in... Snakes on a Plane. Snakes on a Plane. Black Snake Moan. Black Snake Moan. Any other snake movie? Any snake movie. It wasn't in an Anaconda. <laughs> right. It was not. Although Ice Cube was Triple X previously, and uh-huh. Ice Cube was in an Anaconda. Connecting. There's the connection right Connecting. there. Connecting. There's the connection right there. Right. This is the same dude who was in Django Unchained. This yep. is the same dude in Hateful Eight. Yep. This is the same dude in all of the Tarantino. Robocop. <laughs> in Robocop. The most recent Robocop, he was in that joint too. And he starts this film Triple X. Spoilers.
0: XXX. Spoilers. He's going to talk. He's not going to say spoilers for these people. By just talking about skateboards.
1: What? Just talking
0: about kickflips and skateboards. What are you talking about in this movie? Octavius, right, you got <laughs> to see this movie. Now I think I need to see this movie because this just sounds absurd. It is, abs- it is, is absurd. Is it intentionally absurd? It's like, we
1: know what we're doing.
0: I believe- Or are they is- like, no, this is dope. Wait till
1: they get a load of me. I believe I believe if you if you imagine that between every scene, the actor just winks at the screen- <laughs> then you'll understand. You know, it's like that kind of thing. i be like, why, watch this. Why not go ahead and uh, ride snow skis down a jungle mountain? No. S- d- wink. Because that would be cool, right? Wink. That's no. basically what's happening. That's All the right. whole film. Okay. He opens the movie talking about kick flips. Sam Jackson. This is a This is, okay. I pay money for that. Yeah. I, pay, I can't get that time back. <laughs> well... He... You got what you paid for, apparently. I did indeed. I did indeed. Let's talk about another reboot. More Scarface. reboot news. Scarface. Scarface is getting rebooted. Yeah. And apparently, Tony Montana is, is not whitewashed this time. He's not
2: whitewashed this time. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Which is good. I was going to say, you'll never believe who Tony Montana is going to be played by. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon, of course. Matt yeah. Damon is playing. on the water. Matt Damon in China. Matt Damon in space. Matt, Gr- Matt, Matt Damon's now an immigrant. Matt Damon is, is an immigrant. <laughs> Uh, who actually got past the wall. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Uh, no, in fact, Diego Luna. Diego Luna, who we saw most recently in Rogue One. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I'm, listen, he's a good actor. Yeah. Let's see what he's got. I'm curious He's not going to gonna go.
0: He's not going to have to put on, to put on the, the extra accent and <laughs> make it sound like he's Tony Montana and uh, extra ex do everything he says. He can just... Talk normal. He don't have to make his mouth. That's pretty good. And do do uh, I? I I I told you I told you to tell him. I told I told you to tell him. He don't have to do <laughs> I all. I was that. gonna say that that
1: just sounds like a dude with gauze in his mouth. Well, that's that basically what, what he Tony did. That's like. what that's what Al Pacino did. He yes. basically
0: just over emphasized a lot of stuff that he was saying.
1: Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But it was,
0: I mean Scarface is a good movie. So, yeah, let's see what they ha- let's see what they do.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see this. Um I I like Diego Luna mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see him in a role where he has a little more bite because his character in Rogue One was supposed to be I think kind of badass, but he came off a little sheepish, a little quiet to me. Yeah, the thing that I'm concerned about is like it's like
0: Leave some stuff alone. Yes. Like, we, we don't, don't need, like... like I don't want to see a rebooted Scarface. I don't. <laughs> like, if they... You got to know, someone's going to come around and go, Godfather. They're going to reboot Godfather. It's going to happen. Someone's going to reboot Shawshank Redemption. Oh, my someone's God. Someone's going to reboot Sixth Sense. Like, yeah. leave stuff alone. Yeah. Some stuff doesn't need to be made again. We don't need to make a universe. No, And, like... A, a trilogy of everything. Something you know should is is like now. I mean, it, it, I'm not saying it can't be a good movie. It could be a good movie, Sure, but some things are supposed to be over. Yeah. Some things you're supposed to go. Like, I don't need someone to go back and redo the chronic. No, you know, like no. I don't need your take on the chronic. People like the chronic is there an album. I don't need you to go back and do off. Michael Jackson's off the wall.
1: Yeah. Like leave it alone. Can you imagine what's going to happen when people start rebooting ready to die? <laughs> like, I'm like check this out I'm gonna reboot this album well, <laughs> also I mean, Biggie is dead
0: they're not gonna re- but they like that's different cause they remix things so. sure they're, they're basically giving paying paying homage or, you know, giving a new take on stuff. So that's different. That's like sampling. So, I mean, I so guess maybe music's not the best example. But, but that is kind
1: of what's taking place. The yeah. film is a remix. Yeah. Effectively. Or it's because, a
0: remake. Yeah. It's a cover. That's what it is. It's like a cover
1: of it is a cover. the same movie. It, and a cover is rarely better.
0: Yeah. Rarely better. Sometimes someone puts a little twist on they and go, oh, okay, that's dope. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when it comes to re- reboots, it's just like... Okay. You know what? Let's see what happens. When they announce there, there a reboot. Is a, I do kind of squint my eyes at it. And
1: I'd be like, eh, ah, yeah. right, I guess. Let's see. When they announce a reboot to Godfather, I, I know I will have a problem with that. Because Godfather 1 and 2 are two of my favorite movies. What about when they re- reboot Gods of Egypt? Fine, do it tomorrow. Do it yesterday. <laughs> they, I mean, it deserves not oh, a reboot. If there's an opposite of a reboot where you just scrap the thing, the original thing, don't make a second one. Just reverse order. Yeah. And don't make the first. Are they going to reboot Hidden Fences? <laughs> I would love to see Hidden Fences. What's the hidden fences? Reboot? Let me tell you what. I haven't seen Hidden Fences. You want to know why? Where are those fences? I can't find them. Can't find them. They hit them things good. Nah. I want to see Hidden Fences for sure. Yeah. You know what I would love to see? What's that? The Batman, directed by Ben Affleck. Oh, wait. Not possible. Not possible. Ben Affleck has stepped down. From the director position on the upcoming Batman film, right? So we got a, has, a
0: hashtag AskCBJ question from uh, at Z who's basically asking us what our thoughts are on Ben Affleck stepping down. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Z friend of the, friend of the Junto. Mm-hmm. But we were going to talk about this anyway, so it's already in our news. So yeah. thanks for asking that question. We're going to get right into it. So turns out Ben has said, "Hey, check this out. I, I don't, I don't have time for all this." <laughs> Okay. I can I can't, I can't be do- it's too much. I can't do all this. You know what I mean? Like I got to do one or the other. So here's here's the statement. "Quote, there are certain characters who hold a special place in the hearts of millions. Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. Together with the studio, I have decided to find a partner and a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I am still in this, and we are making it, but we are currently looking for a director. I remain extremely committed to this project and look forward to bringing this to
1: life for fans around the world. Yeah. Your thoughts. My thoughts respect Ben Affleck. If you do not think you can carry this out mm-hmm. and and serve justice to the character and the film as a, as a project total, mm-hmm. then don't do it. Yeah. Don't push yourself. Don't stress over it. This mm-hmm. is the, the correct course. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of this is stress from... I mean, just making a DC movie and making a Batman movie—that's a lot of stress. There's a lot of you got speculation. a lot of people breathing down your neck. There's a lot of speculation about this. So, what I'm I'm thinking of who I want to take the director's chair? Mm-hmm. Rick Famuyiwa bring him back apologize you say look here's why we couldn't give you Flash though because we were saving one for you you got Batman now give me a dope Batman just give me like a coming age coming of age story featuring Batman that's what I want to see a dope Batman give me a dope Batman call it the dope Batman (laughs) the the dope Batman by by Rick Famuyiwa Rick Famuyiwa who do you who do you want to see take the chair well who I want to see
0: take the chair I haven't really gotten a chance to think about that but because people are already throwing out names oh, and yeah. ideas. Mm-hmm. So some of the things that people are saying is Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves base, uh, just recently did uh, the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and he's also working on War uh, for the Planet of the Apes. Okay, that's who they're saying is kind of like one of the top people. That those were good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, George Miller is another person people are talking about. Whoa,
1: hold up! For everybody at home, George Miller is the man responsible for Mad Max. Fury Road. And all of the Mad Max movies, but most recently, Fury Road. That would be nuts. I would like that a lot. And look, you got Tom Hardy up in there. That's Bane. You know this. That is Bane. So why not just invite Bane to the Batman party? Why not? I am Bane. We get a little Tom King, DC, Jeff Johns, Tom Hardy synergy. I'll see that. I'll see that in a second. Also got Dennis Villanueva. He's busy. Why is he, that? He's so busy. Why is that? Are you kidding me? Why is that? He just He just signed a deal right now. He's going to be doing the Dune reboot. Speaking mm, of reboot. Yeah. This man has things on his hands. And like, isn't he also doing... Blade Runner. Blade Runner 20... Uh, 2049. Yeah. Yeah. This, this dude is responsible for bringing uh, uh, a fresh vision to two of the... Two reboots. Most major, iconic, significant, beloved sci-fi franchises... Like he is, he is dead to a lot of people. If he messes this one up, I think he's got his hands filled. Dune and Blade Runner, that's mm-hmm. crazy. And Batman, no, it's not gonna happen. that's not. That's crazy. Yeah, and Batman, yeah. Batman twenty forty nine. However, mm. I'm about that. People are
0: saying, people are saying maybe Zack Snyder should do it. Now, Zack Snyder, chill no, out. No, no, no. Fall back. Yeah, no. we don't need all
1: that. From We're you. just gonna take that invitation back. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah,
0: I mean, you got your hands full. You already got stuff going on. We don't need. We don't need the same take. Um, but. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of people that they're that they're throwing out as possibilities, but um, here's the thing, I think that Ben Affleck told you from Jump Street what it was hitting for. He told you. He mm-hmm. said, "Look, if I can't get it right, I'm not doing. It. I'm not doing it." Yeah. And at the same time, as far as directing is concerned, he's been knocking it out of the park until Live by Night. Live by Night did not have a very good you know, showing. I haven't it, caught that one yet, but I know it is not received. Well, I haven't seen the movie, but I'm just saying like, as far as the money it made and how it was received, yeah. it was not seen to be a good, to good, a good showing, right? Yeah. Um. Also, the feedback that he got from Batman v Superman, while people said that he was good at it, I think overall, the movie itself got some bad, some bad feedback. So, you think about him saying that, you know, Adam Teteris is wrong about Superman Returns. Okay, good. That, great. Star Wars Rogue One is clearly 3.5.
1: Let's just get that one
0: out there. And that Batman v Superman, you know, it's definitely... It's trash. Negative. <laughs> and um, that Arrival doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, you know, and as well as the fact that Ben Affleck is also out here just trying to make some decisions. Like, he's like, look, there's not, not enough money in the world to make a bad Batman movie. So feeling the pressure, not having a good experience with the last movie you just directed and put out there. You got to play... You gotta you gotta play Batman in Batman and Superman. You gotta play Batman in Justice League. And then you gotta write Batman, the new Batman movie directed. And you gotta plates. you know, like I could imagine and then we've had the conversations about them pushing him to hurry up and meet a certain deadline. I get it, him being like, Look, you know what? I can't do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Like Y'all asking me for too much. I, I can only do so many things at one time. Sure. And I get that. But the part that's throwing me off, people are speculating like, yeah, he's probably going to leave and not play Batman now. And it's like, "Well, hey, wait, how do we get there? I don't know. How do we get to that part? I don't know.
1: I hope that's not the case. I think. I think there is this... Inherent need to understand something so deeply that you will go so far as to explain what will happen next to yourself as if that's real. But like, oh, so this he he's stepping down is from the director's chair, so he's not going to do that. He's going to walk off the project. Just watch, just watch. I'll be right about it. yeah, people I think people just really hate being surprised because nobody wants to be caught unaware of things. yeah, so they just write this this narrative for themselves. Just cool it. He's well, here, just decided this is too much. To here's handle. the way I
0: look at it. Do I want Ben? Aff- Do I want a burnt out, frustrated, annoyed, out of shape Ben Affleck? That's a Frank Miller John. That's Dur- a Frank Miller Batman directing. Writing, producing, and acting in the Batman?
1: No, I don't mm-hmm. want that. Cause you know he's gotta make time for CrossFit as well.
0: Yeah. We saw that in yeah, Batman he, V Superman. he He's got he's got some powerlifting to do. Yeah. You
1: know, he's got some five. He's three, got the salmon ladder. He's
0: got some five three one to get in. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? He's uh, gotta pull uh-huh, that tire. Uh-huh. He's gotta squat. He's gotta, you know, he's gotta push that prowler. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's gotta grunt. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's got to get it. He's got to do pull-ups. He's gotta, got his grunt PR. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of work to do. Yeah, there's a lot of work. Yeah, but I mean, that's so that's my thing. I don't want that Ben Affleck to do no. this movie. I want the movie to be great. Yeah. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want the movie to be great. So, if that means he needs to step back and someone else has needs to come in and tweak the script a little bit, if that means that someone's got to come in and direct it if we got because it's all about
1: getting the right team together yeah. it, it, like there's no justice league like seriously the justice League is about the right team there's no glory to so do that
0: there's no glory in being like I did it all and it's mediocre yeah like no so I respect Ben yeah I respect Ben going look I'm not doing it I can't do it mm-hmm. can't do both of these things which one do you want me to do mm-hmm. you know which one do I want to do
1: so I think there's something, you know, there's something to be seen. Let's see what happens. I'm saying props. I think it's yeah. it's ultimately a good thing. Uh, we're going to change topics to um, something that we touched on last time. We're probably going to talk about this from time to time, given the political climate of the world. But, uh, did you say political? I did. I did indeed. Peliqua? Belicula. Exactly. Uh, Moriqua? Huh? I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. Wow. Okay. Uh, we're, we're seeing artists... Of of different varieties, yeah. Uh, People from the geek, from various
0: forms of geek culture,
1: yeah, yeah, respond to the 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 political climate and Mm -hmm. respond to uh, what is happening in the United States and what is happening in the world at large. And it's coming from places that we spend our time as geeks, like you said, Ak. Uh, The developers of the upcoming Spider Man game—they worked on Ratchet and Clank as well. Yeah, huge. Huge successful popular game franchise. And now that you have a PlayStation, you're gonna be able to play, play the Spider-Man this new game. Spider-Man game. Yeah. I'm very excited. Well, you'll be able to play it
0: if, if they are able to finish.
1: It. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, like, yeah, right. That's right. If they have not incurred some kind of wrath. Right. Um, the the creators of this this game series, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Insomniac Games, have spoken out against the immigration ban. Mm-hmm. You have an entire company led by, I believe their CEO, who has said, nah, Tim Price, yeah. this, this does not fly. Yeah. My entire company, not with it. Right. We are not with it.
0: Here's a couple of things that he said. This is going to be a quote. Now, there's a video that's out there that you can watch, but this is a couple quotes from the video itself. Um, this is Tim Price. Tim Price speaking, the CEO of Insomniac Games. He says, we at Insomniac Games stand united in strongly opposing President Trump's immigration ban. There's no question that these orders will harm us as a company and many of our team members. So we ask, is this the American way? Is discriminating based on religious faith or national origin American? Absolutely not. This is a deplorable, discriminatory act that we and many others across the nation believe is permanently, uh, patently unconstitutional. We have been, we are, and we will always be a nation of immigrants.
1: Yeah, enough said. Yeah. Now, what I'm interested in finding out is how people are going to respond to that statement. You hear, you have the hosts of Comic Book Junto, mm-hmm. the RTJ of CBJ, the Power Man and Iron Fist of Podcasting, right? And we're we're about it. Yeah, but no doubt there are going to be people who are upset. Yeah. with the creators of these games because this is not the only per- person. There, there's lots of people
0: who are getting a lot of pushback and feedback, and there's a lot of people who love the art and the creativity that these people make, but they may not know their worldview. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people want a separation of politics and creativity. Keep your politics out of my out of out of my entertainment. Yeah, it's like well, look at the end of the day this is who I am. And we're going to stand for what we believe in. You don't get to like, like hush me. Like I'm not like, I think, I think part of the mentality is like, you shut up and make my entertainment. Yeah. Don't encroach upon me with your opinion. Just make things I like and shut that mouth. Yeah. And you know, we see that not only with this, we're seeing this other places as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're also seeing it with JK Rowling, the creator of, Harry Potter like who in 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 fiction is more famous than J.K. Rowling right now. J.K. Rowling created this this franchise the the book series the the films that have captivated people completely that mm. have influenced books and stories as right. we know it now such as uh, whether you're a fan or not but like the, the the young adult genre mm-hmm. I think has been completely cultivated by J.K. Rowling's books, which which, which, for those who don't know, what are her books? Harry Potter, right? I just want to make sure we got
0: that out so we can make that connection.
1: Yeah. So J.K. Rowling's out here on Twitter. Defending herself against people who are not happy with her beliefs and the fact that she is broadcasting her beliefs on Twitter. She is vehemently against the immigration ban. Yeah, She is disappointed in the President of the United States. She is very upset and in opposition of 45. And people are mad at her about that. And they're coming at her on all kinds of different things. So what she's doing is she is Tweeting images of what people are saying to her, her at mentions. She's blocking out the names so she's not like causing any undue trauma, I guess. But she's showing the world the kind of hatred and and anger she's getting, and she's responding, yo, these clapbacks are insane from Mm. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. She's got somebody who hits her up and says, I just burned all my Harry Potter books after being a fan for 17 years. The Philosopher's Stone was one of the first books I ever read. I'm upset it has to be that way. You embarrassed me, disgusted me, and I will never read your work again. Hashtag, Thank you for 17 years. J.K. Rowling responds, Yes, it's true what they say. You can lead a girl to books about the rise and fall of an autocrat, but you still can't make her think. Mm. Come on, because you know he who shall not be named, Voldemort himself. I mean, there's some parallels between that kind of absolute power yeah. and number 45. Right. So like you you can't come to a person who has that kind of boundless creativity. As if she hasn't dealt with this stuff before. Yeah, if she hasn't thought about it. She she was writing clapbacks for Hermione, you know, like she was she was writing these things for these characters to respond to characters like Voldemort previously. I mean, I'm I'm loving it. Somebody says that she's uh, or their books are going to get burnt if she doesn't shut up about Trump, mm-hmm. and she says that's totally cool. I still have your money. You can borrow my lighter. <laughs> right. Like right. Yo get it jk
0: yeah i mean and i think what's most important about that is she is saying what she has to say about this and i'm i'm going to yeah. just tell you right now i think that this this whole band thing is ridiculous i think it's it's absurd it's one of those like we talked about earlier just like the shamelessness of it mm-hmm. you know just did you did you hear that a woman died trying to come over she she had the paperwork she was on point she was coming over here for a um a procedure and she got turned around and she died i am not at all surprised it's just like what are we what are y'all doing you know what i mean yeah what are y'all doing yeah so th- i mean like yeah this is this is this is not okay
1: yeah then you not got Mr. Okay. Cool. Spicy and he's denying the fact that it's spicy even a takes ban. You got spicy takes over here. He doesn't even understand what the, his boss is saying. Spice dog. Oh my god. Yeah. Elderly woman dies after Trump's Muslim ban stops her from returning from Iraq for medical treatment. This is yeah. written in the Independent, and this is a credible source, man. It's horrible.
0: I think what's what's important here to, to talk about is that as creators. At the end of the day, you take what you believe, you create something with the intent of inspiring your circle of influence. And at least that's what I believe. That's what that's what my goal is. So, of course, these people are going to have opinions and perspectives on what's going on because this is the world we live in. And I think that we need creativity and we need creative people because we're all creative by design, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to use our creativity. We need to use our platforms to speak for and against different things. Mm-hmm. You know? So... I really admire people who are saying, look, nah, I'm in a position of power. I'm a creator. I influence my my people around me. They're people who want to do what I do for a living. And this ain't okay. Yeah. This is not okay.
1: Yeah. I remember on election night, this is something that sticks with me for, it will stick with me for a long time. On election night, when the results came in and it was confirmed that number 45 was going to be number 45. Uh, there was someone on Twitter who who tweeted, "Man, at least rap is going to be amazing for the next four years." Yeah, and that's something that I thought about because at the time that was lighthearted and that was funny to me. I'm like, okay, I, I I can understand why somebody would say that, but what that means to me is artwork in some regards. Yeah, not all of them. Yeah, but artwork will thrive, will be aggressive and passionate. Artwork will have stakes Mm -hmm. because we can't do it comfortably anymore. You can't do much of anything comfortably anymore. You have to say something if you're going to say something. And the unfortunate reality is there are budget cuts coming toward these grants and 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 things that benefit the arts, that's coming down the line. But you still have artists who need their voices to be heard. Yeah. You still have people who are inspired and motivated to say things. When I see video game developers like the folks at Insomniac and I see J.K. Rowling, the creator of Harry Potter, deciding that they're not just going to be quiet about this, that makes me feel good At at, at least. That makes me feel good because... Those folks are heroes to me, you know? They're they're the heroes who create the heroes. Right. And that's a big deal to me. Um, The comic that we'll probably end up talking about today, uh, The Oath, Civil War II, The Oath from Mm -hmm. Marvel, Nick Spencer. That dude's getting a lot of flack from a lot of people for the way that he is dealing with his creativity in the face of this. Yeah, But... You cannot deny that he's dealing with it. You know, he's he's doing what he can to get by, to make a statement. And artwork is going to thrive; it has to. Or or what else happens? You know, yeah. We just wither. Yeah. So, yo, so yeah, use your creativity, acts. internet. Yeah, yeah. Use your creativity. Make something. Um, if you have the means to make something, yeah. You don't well, even you believe all, you can. all have the means to. Yeah, right. But in in, in the sense that, like, n- not all people. Look, people who have less privilege must be louder in order to be recognized, Mm. in order to garner attention. And I understand that, and I believe that. And being louder and putting more energy into things can be so taxing, it could seem impossible. But if you can, if you find time, if you find it within yourself to create something, you have to create something. And I realize that I'm saying this pretty one-sided. I'm not giving any space to anyone who is saying, well, you know, give Trump a chance. No. Because nah, no, because <laughs> <nah. laughs> no, no, nah. we're, we're well past that point. We're we're not in a uh, a neutral zone it's anymore. News wilding out here, yeah. So I'm I'm proud to be a fan of of the things that these folks make. Yeah, you know. And that's the news for this week. Ooh! all right. So let's keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Let's get in the talk back. Uh huh. I'm um, looking through our talk back right now. I think we got a couple of tweets. Talkback is the segment in Comic Book Junto when we give you an opportunity to chat with us and we want to answer your questions. We want to hear what you think. So you can hit us up on Twitter. If you use the hashtag AskCBJ, hit us up at Comic Book Junto. You can also send us an email. You can send us an email at Comic Book Junto at BareFruit.com dot com b three a r f r u i t dot Octavius, you got your phone out? Yeah, you got a phone number? Yeah, what's that number? You can also send us, a, leave us a voicemail.
0: Phone number is 215-948-2742. Okay, that's the you, one. And if you don't want it to be left to be a part of the show, just let us know that ahead of time so we know what's going on.
1: Let us know. Because otherwise, we will record a response and then realize too late and then have to scrap the entire thing. Not saying we ever did that before. Right. Yeah. That's not, I'm that, not like, saying that was a thing. Not saying it's not a thing either. Right. It's just, you know, you decide. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what it's hitting for.
1: We got a couple of tweets right now on the hopper. I'm going to go down the line. We got a tweet from at Bodega Blues asks us thoughts on the new Champions series, Marvel series by Mark Wade. Is Mark as really as woke as he seems? Or is he going too hard? Your thoughts, Octavius. Well, I mean, look. I don't know that dude. Mm-hmm. And
0: um, I've read a couple issues of the, of Champions. I'm not currently picking it up still. Why is that? Finances. Oh, okay. You know, you got sure, to sure. budget the money. You got to pick up some things and not pick up other things. Mm-hmm. So Can't um, pick it all up. Can't get everything, even though I would love to. And even if when you get everything, you don't read everything. Yeah. So, you <laughs> know. Down. But, um, from what I've seen so far, I will say that there are a couple things
1: like the actual verbiage is kind of like, huh, that sounds kind of weird. you know, we just- did Champions number one as a book of the week, and I remember us referring to some of those last pages in which the team champions for everyone listening Champions is the the young series is is like the Teen Titans, but Marvel right uh, so you've got younger characters mm-hmm. who have decided that they cannot. Uh, sit on their laurels and, and trust the the old heads to do what's needed to be done.
0: You got Nova. You got Amadeus Show. Totally awesome Hulk. You've got Miss Marvel. You've got Spider-Man who's Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. You've also got Young
1: Cyclops. Mm-hmm. And you also have Viv. Viv, which is the Vision's daughter. Yes. And uh, most recently, as of today, Gwenpool. Oh, Gwenpool's a part of it too. That's right. So you have this crew of like you know they're not tykes. They they're like meant to be the millennials, <laughs> right? Uh, right. So they're, it, they're not kids. They're, no,
0: they're young adults,
1: right? But they're using their cell phones. Some of the the story is uh, uh, conveyed through tweets, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think there are definitely parts of the book where I'm looking at it like, okay, so, so the, this he, is not how I talk. Currently. Right. Here here's the thing about it. I can't
0: make a. I can't make a judgment call on if he's as air quotes woke. That's a different thing. I I don't know him. You know what I mean? So I don't know his worldview. I don't know his perspective. I don't know what he, you know, what his creative, his, his action looks like. I I have no idea. I really don't know. Um, So it's hard. Like I hesitate to make any kind of call on that. But what I will say is that, it seems like the message he's trying to communicate is one that's aware of what's going on and is trying to communicate a certain thing. Mm-hmm. I will also say that some of the 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 verbiage does sound a little you you don't really talk like this, do you? Sure, you know what I mean? like yeah. you're trying to be culturally relevant, and I appreciate that, but it's not quite landing. This Mark Wade's been in the game for a long time, so that's so that's how I feel about it. I don't know that I can say much more than that, because I don't know him, you know? And to yeah. be careful not to be like accusing anybody of anything.
1: And I'm going to say too, you know, like, what qualifies as being woke? Like, you could read this and be like, damn, dude is woke! You could also read that and be like, I mean, this is all news. Like, this isn't really upsetting any status quo. This isn't especially aware. So, I think Wade is not doing anything that is hateful. <laughs> He's not, like, doubling down on anything that is problematic. Mm-hmm. Yet, it doesn't seem like that to me, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I, I don't necessarily think there's anything in Champions that makes me think I understand Mark Wade better. Yeah, and also I'm not currently reading the book, so yeah. I'm a couple issues
0: behind. So that's what really, we talked about on the this, on this show before about being okay with saying I don't, I don't know and not being quick to have the hot take. Mhm. The spice take. Oh, God. The spice dog
1: out here. That's that's when a hot take is just dead wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, I'm I'll turn it back around on you, Bodega Blues. What do you think? Right. Do you think this is giving you an image uh, that Mark Wade is as woke as he writes and what are the parameters for that? The like, question. it great question. What does woke mean? You know, yeah. because
0: one of those one of the things that happen in culture is terminology starts to starts one place and then it starts to morph and then it starts to become like is ubiquitous the word yeah it's just like everywhere and everybody uses it and it's like look at my dab you know just like oh gosh I'm on fleek and oh, it's gosh. like do do you mean what I mean when I say yeah. fleek when I say woke and you say woke are we talking about the same thing no what I you know I can't. so it's it, it really is like a it's super nuanced, like we say on this show all the time. It's like I, we'd have to really like narrow down what exactly are we talking about. What mm-hmm. are the parameters? Because I think that that's fair, you mm-hmm. know.
1: It's it's it, you know we need to make sure we're we're talking about the same thing. Absolutely, and I, I think it's important to talk about the thing. So I'm glad that we got the question from you, Bodega Blues. Thank you very much. Thanks for the five stars and a positive comment.
0: By the way, you know it. If you haven't given us five stars in a positive comment, we'd really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, really. Stay woke. We like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'd like that. We got another tweet coming down the line. This one's coming to us from at Rabble Ruffian, a.k.a. Ash, catch these hands. Hey! I pre- <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That's great. Friend of comic book Junto. Friend I of like the Junto. That. Yeah. Ash, catch these see hands. My, see, mine is Ash caught him. You know, like it been done. Right. Ash caught him. Team Rocket blasting off one more again. Mine is at you two chains. My what? You two chains. You two. Wow. Chains. Wow. That that just rolled off right now. Mine is
0: ash. Catcher body. Okay. <laughs> play with me out. Play play with me out here if you want to. All right.
1: <laughs> I don't think that happens in the show. Hey man, whatever. Know. You know what I mean? You never know. know. Hey, look. Something looks. I'm going on rabble ruffian. A.K.A. Ash Catch These Hands, writes to us at Comic Book Junto. There are a lot of shenanigans going on right now. You can say that. Tom Fuller and Teenage Hijinks, yes. What do you do for self-care in these troublesome times? Mm-hmm. Hashtag ask CBJ. Yes. What do you do? Well, I'll tell you this.
0: I really go out of my way not to redline. Mm-hmm. And let me clarify what I mean by redline. Have you ever been working out, Adam, and you get to the point where you are just like, <gasps> uh, 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 like you're just Dizzy. so out of breath, yep. and the only thing you can do to calm down is stop. Yep. Just full stop, lay out on the floor. That's redlining. Yeah, I've been there. I go out of my way not to redline. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I always try to keep myself at about, Six, 65 to 75%, you know? Um, and I do a lot of things to really keep myself at that level so I can keep going, keep going, keep going. Because when you redline, you got to stop dead. That's just how my life, how I work. And it doesn't feel good coming out of that. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, it's rough. And yeah. sometimes you got to redline, but I try to keep those times as little as possible. Sure. So for self-care, what I do is, one... I go to the movies. Yes. I like to laugh. I have my shows. I have lots of hobbies, whether it be video games, whether it be movies, whether it be TV shows, whether it be comic books. Um, another thing I love to do is I love to talk. I like to get people, as you know, Adam, and get on the phone and go, what are you thinking about this? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Why this? Why that? Oh, okay. I never thought about it like that. Like, that helps me to process because if I don't have time to process, I react, yeah, and that gets my gets my heart rate up, gets my blood pressure up it get, if I don't have time to process and I'm forced into a situation where I've got to react without having any time to process it, it I'm getting close to redline, yeah, I'm, redlining. my voice is getting louder, I'm getting more intense, and sometimes I just need to back up and go, I need to go to a safe place with people who know me because one of the things I struggle with, rabble ruffian, is being misunderstood a lot. Mm. Feeling like no, 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 no. I didn't mean it like that. What I was trying to say is this. Ah, no, that's not what I was trying to say. You mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. So there are people who I can talk to about certain things. I there are people I identify and go, yo, he or she, they understand me or they know something about this. They can add something to to this. Sure. So that helps me to relax and calm down and get a larger perspective. Another thing is making stuff. Yeah. I I I. I'm always making stuff. I'm often, that's where the whole believe, create, inspire thing came from. Of course. Take what you believe, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. create something with the intent to inspire your circle of influence. Like, Mm -hmm. there's an intentionality behind it. If I feel something, I go make a Resist the Empire t-shirt. Yes. You know? If I want to have conversations on a regular basis, you know, comic book junto. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, Always making things and trying to find new ways to even use design and create and my my God-given creativity to create solutions. Start thinking about ways. Well, how can I fix that? How can I make that better? Mm. How can I pour my pour the the little bit of expertise and information and knowledge I have into somebody else? Mm-hmm. So I know I just said a lot, but that's that's what, I, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm constantly trying to keep the red line at bay. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm very aware of it. Like yeah. I. Even my wife knows sometimes it's like, babe, listen, I need to eat. I cannot think about that right now. It's like, okay, look, everybody, I can't do, I can't have it. You sent me something. It was like late one night and you sent me like the transcript of
1: one of the, what was it that you sent me? The I woman think it that, was, I believe it was the unlawful arrest in Fort Worth. Yo, and, and and this is the sort of thing that you and I would share with one another, but there's a, a time right. when you just can't. right. You just like, I'm too close to trying to put myself into a calm place to lay my head on a pillow. Yeah. To to give myself rest. Yeah. I just can't. And that's,
0: that's why I was like, Adam, I cannot
1: watch this right now.
0: Yeah. Cause I felt, and it was just one of those nights where you're like, if I see one more thing, I'm going to weep. Yeah. I can't, I can't watch, I can't watch it cause I'm going to break down tonight. You know what I mean? I don't know why tonight's the night, but I can't see another thing, Mm -hmm. you know? And I
1: just kept that red line away. No, but that's what's up. Like I eagle-eyed listeners to this show may notice I don't tweet as much these days. Mm. I haven't been tweeting original tweets. I'll I'll go on there, I'll see what other people say. Yeah. I'll retweet. I'm doing some signal boosting, maybe more than usual, but mm. I haven't been contributing to those platforms as much as I used to. I haven't been having fun. And it's kind of like This is a general statement, and I know that I'm about to make it, but it's kind of like I don't want to play in the pool right now because somebody's bleeding in it. Like, there's a lot of blood in the pool. I'm usually having a good old time, splish splash. Like, you can find a tet having a fun time in the community pool, but it's a lot of blood in that pool right Mm -hmm. now. There's There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of anguish. There's a lot of protest. There's there's a lot of people coping. As they ought to and deserve to, but it just makes it hard to do things. So I'm, I'm toning down my interaction with certain social spaces. I'm, I'm leaning out some of the things do I need to follow them? No. Do, do I have to see every update from I'm, that person? I'm, I'm nah. quick to
0: unfriend somebody.
1: Yeah. I'm quick to unfriend somebody.
0: I'm quick to unfollow somebody. I do not feel responsible sure. to answer questions. I do not want to answer I'm, I don't do things like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, There's yeah, even yeah, conversations yeah. that Adam and I have where I go, Adam, I know
1: that you think that we should do that. You can do that. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I just, I can't do it. Yeah, sure. Sure. So I'm what, what I'm alluding to, or, or I guess gaining toward, is there are some spaces that cause me to get closer to red line that I'm having to moderate my interaction with even if it's net positive even if you're somebody who is an activist and a warrior and a champion and yo i'm out here i'm gonna celebrate you but right now i'm sorry i can't uh i i have to find something else to do so the things that i'm doing to relax the things that i'm doing to cool down because i think that's ultimately the question rabble ruffian i just bought a ps4 there it is i'm playing the last guardian on the playstation 4 Mm -hmm. i go home I turn on my PlayStation, and I say hello to my virtual cat dog. His name is Trico, T-R-I-C-O, His name is Draco? Not not Draco. He's not coming off the top rope. Okay. He's coming off the top rope with the Trico. Okay. Yeah. Trico is this lifelike mythical beast Mm. that puts a smile on my damn face every time I start the game. I need this right now. I got a PlayStation for myself. One part for my 30th birthday. I'm mm-hmm. like, treat yourself, man. Do Play. it. Play games with Octavius. There it is. And then the other part was, I just need something to relax. Mm. And I love comic books, but I have this difficulty lately finding time to get rid of distractions, mm-hmm. find peace, sit down, yeah. and read through my books. So... Right now, my relaxation, my relaxation is coming by way of time in Last Guardian. It's amazing playing solo video games, mm. just a campaign, not even online. I ain't even messing with the yeah. competition, just going through it myself. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. So Last Guardian has been huge, and I've been listening to podcasts. Oh, yeah. Uh, sometimes I listen back to our own podcasts Yo, and I chuckle tell, at the can things I, that we Can do. I tell you something? Can I tell mm. you something, internet? Mm. go tell, tell them.
0: Tell them. I listen to this podcast and I laugh at myself. Is that wrong? (laughs) I laugh at Adam. I laugh at myself and I'm like, man, this is funny. Yeah. This is a funny podcast. Oh, it ain't bad. You know, like that it's, it's, it's fun to just find things that make you laugh. Meme accounts on Instagram. Absolutely. You know, just funny people and also a good workout. Always. Sometimes you got to get in your sweat. You got to grunt a little bit. That helps me with my mind. Yeah. You sometimes you need, you need a task to complete mm-hmm. that your focus is on that task mm-hmm. for that period of time. And it just makes you feel better. Yeah. Eating some
1: good food. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, stuff that you enjoy. Anything that you enjoy, you have to give it to yourself from time to time. Yeah. You, you're watching Twin Peaks still? Yes. Okay. I don't know if you've gone to this part, but I think it's like episode six. No spoilers. But Dale Cooper... The man, my man, mm-hmm. FBI agent Dale Cooper mm-hmm. says, every day you have to give yourself a gift, whether it's a warm cup of coffee or a donut. You got to give yourself a Yo, gift. This man, loves the way they
0: line them donuts, they they're always doing
1: weird things with, with the donuts. Spread out, out on the table, just every variety. The one
0: of where donut. he drinks the coffee goes, that is damn good coffee. Damn good coffee. I'm like, he will spit it
1: out. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was terrible. He, he was like this too is amazing for him even. He had yeah. he had to take it in a smaller sip. Loves pie. This man loves pie. Mm. Uh, Cooper, I think about that all the time. He just he gives himself a gift, you know? From time to time, you got stressful yeah. work, okay? We're trying to figure out who killed Amanda Palmer. Mm. So you got to give yourself something to keep going. And you can't feel bad about it either because you're investing in your sustainability. Let me
0: tell you something. You only got so much you only got so much to work with. If you can't take care of yourself, who else can you take care of? Yeah, work. You know what I mean? If you want E, how you going to give something to me? Mm-hmm. Huh? Write that down. Come on, somebody. See, <laughs> there you go. some of you aren't listening, so <laughs> I'm going to say it again. If you want E, how you going to give some to me? See, all of you out there need to think about the next person. Touch the person next to you. Go ahead with your ear pods and touch the person. That, say, yeah. if you want E, how you going to give some? to to me no. uh, uh, See now If you've got extra Put some in the collection plate When you know, it come around yeah,
1: Every time You give yeah, me yeah, this every yeah, time I you, put a 10 in there Last time Well you
0: know If you want to eat you, you, know, t-
1: you, take, you take Venmo You gotta make You know, you got some my, for me I will put my Venmo in that basket well, Whatever you want to do D, you know, <laughs> okay. Go ahead and put some money in there Okay Okay, you with the ear pods in, maybe don't touch that person next to you on the train. <laughs> you know, you, you, just get, you get some consent. <laughs> He's like, Bishop Octavius just told me
0: <laughs> to touch three people and say, if you on E, come on, somebody, yeah. <laughs> how are you going to give some to me? That's right. That's a good line.
1: Yeah, that's that's a good line. I, but when you in, when you win enough of them sermons, you come up with a couple. Of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's that's it though. You, you you find something that that brings you joy, some glee. If you got to sit down and read a book by yourself, you got to listen to music that you like. If you need to isolate yourself, if you need to hang out. With people you ain't seen for a little while, or call your family or whoever you've got close. Yeah, you you have to find yourself yeah uh, a, a form of self-medication. You have to feed yourself, and that is that is important. Or you could just listen to *The comic book, you don't tell. Oh, or you, you go to your us? doctor, you get yourself a prescription for that CBJ. <laughs> you know, you no, know? okay. Yo, tell me about that CBJ. Hey, oh,
0: listen. All right, here's what I do. All oh. Right. Okay, when I'm feeling down, what I do, all right, I go over there and get myself a slice. Hey, I'm hey, I'm Goku over here. Hey, hey, yo, Kamehameha, whatever, over here, all right?
1: <laughs> it's Listen. like a lounge jazz hey, singer. Hey, Kamehameha, <laughs> hey, hey, that, hey, oh. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you can grab a slice.
0: Crack open a cold one, okay. I sit down, mm-hmm. all right, tell my kids to shut up, put <laughs> okay. the game on, it's what I do, Yeah. all right? It's nothing serious. Forceful. Hey, you know, turn the channel, all right, mm-hmm. grab me another beer out the fridge. Mm-hmm. It's simple, it's easy. Mm-hmm. You just relax, do what you want to do, go to sleep, because you got work in the morning, Yeah. all right? Get to bed quick, eight to ten hours of sleep. <laughs> eight, okay, you know, I thought you sure said 18 hours? Eight I'm to like, ten hours of sleep. You, you make not sure you get them? your vegetables, Yeah. all right? Okay. You grow up big and strong, uh-huh. like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> okay.
1: Right. Problematic, but sure, hey, sure, so sure. Don't
0: worry about it. Focus. Cool. Listen, you're talking too much. Listen uh, to what I'm you telling know, you. I okay, Vegetables. Yeah. You know, water. Yeah. Eight to ten, you know, half your body weight in ounces of water. It's important. Get a good workout in every now and then. Uh huh. Relax.
1: I got, I want to be like you, Tony. Eat a slice. Oh, <laughs> eat a slice. You get just like me, big and strong. I would like a slice, actually. All right. I got that hunger. So that's that.
0: Yeah. Again. Send us your questions, commentbookjuntoatbarefruit.com. Tweet us your questions, hashtag AskCBJ. Leave us voicemails of your questions, 215-948-2742, and you could have them answered on the show. And Mm -hmm. we look forward to hearing from you. And oh, another thing that you could do is you could leave comments for us on our reviews on iTunes. So leave us five stars and a positive comment. Leave us some of your thoughts. And we really appreciate you guys for doing that. So now into... The brown bag. Yeah.
1: Happy brown, brown bag day. Paper. paper. Bag. Brown. You know what? <laughs> I don't know why I omitted this. This is how I unwind. With Migos. M- yes. <laughs> With Migos. Slippery. Believe me. Please me. <laughs> oh, my God. Llama. 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 Mama. Llama. 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 mama, Llama. <laughs> yeah. Cook it. Yeah. Yeah. Migos has really been helping me out lately. My roommate says to me the other day, he says, hey, man. What is a dab? (laughs) And I just directed him to Migos. Look Uh, at my dab. Culture. (laughs) Look at my dab. Uh, Migos has been really wonderful. It's been helping me out. It's my like pump up music. And also, oddly, just makes me laugh, man. You said the other day, it's like Skittles. Yes. Like, every time I listen like Into that album, like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is this? Not the most nutritional value, but it <laughs> tastes delicious. <laughs> no, can you imagine the way that it would rot your brain? Like, hey, I really like that shirt. Where'd you, white? <laughs> Excuse me? Why, why'd you have to say it like that? White, white. Yeah, I, I I just imagine. It would be difficult to communicate with people if you listen to too much Migos.
0: Listen, what if every time before I spoke it, spoke any words, I just announced myself? Take off! <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Bitch on my dog <laughs> roof! And yeah. it, before I started saying anything, Octavius! It, it just, just started making my point.
1: <laughs> hey, man, offset! Where, where's the bathroom? Yeah, that way. <laughs> <Can>
0: you, imagine? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, that's good.
1: This show so that's
0: been is helping how me a I lot. keep the red light away. This right
1: song, the song "Slippery" featuring <laughs> Gucci Mane, uh, same bricklist himself. He <laughs> said, "Atlanta Santa." Wait, you know, <laughs> my man Guwap dropped Saint out with <laughs> Slippery has really been getting me. Saint- Brickle Yo, this bull is hilarious. <laughs> drop top whiz out. Oh, drop top whiz out. Yeah. Look. I looked I looked to Gucci Mane and I say, What would Gucci do?
0: Scoochie, uh he would <laughs> He would definitely scream
1: Scoochie first <laughs> He would buy back the block, I guess. Yeah. Or something like that. I gotta start somewhere. Yeah. So Migos is helping. Thank you, Migos. Really appreciate you listening to this show. Thanks for the five stars and the positive comments. So
0: we're going to go into the brown bag. And when we start talking about our books of the week, we're going to spoil them. So just know right now, um, when we start going in, we'll probably do another spoiler review. So we're going to talk about our books. And we're going to talk about what the books of the, R- books of the week are. We're going to talk about those.
1: So what you got, Adam? Okay, I picked up, in alphabetical order, Batman number 16. Hawkeye number three. I love the cover. This says the hate for Kate escalates. That's good. That's great. The rhyme scheme there. That's good copy. Uh, Paper Girls number eleven. One of my favorite covers on a comic book in a little while. I really, really like this cover. And the Unstoppable Wasp number two, featuring Moon Girl. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gotta gotta love Luna. I'm I'm excited for Wasp because the first Wasp was uh, very, very, very impressive to me. If you have not read Unstoppable Wasp number one, I cannot highly enough recommend it. Please go out and read that one. Number two is out today. What you got? I got two books. Two books. I got
0: Batman number 16 Mm -hmm. and I got The Walking Dead 163. That one was a quarter. Start of a new arc. Did you read it yet? I read both of them. Uh, walking dead, good jumping off point. No. Oh. You need to start from the beginning. Need, okay, now, <laughs> what are you whoa, talking about? Hold on. How could you jump how, how do you jump on into Walking Dead? Hold
1: the phone. Why is it a quarter? I don't know. <sighs> Somebody's walking into the shop, they're like, hey man, I'm eight years old. I no, only got a quarter. First of all, if you're eight years old, why are you in here buying Walking Dead? All right, that's your first problem. Okay. All right. Hey man. <laughs> 18 years old. Minimum wage. Sucks, huh? I only got a quarter to spend. What can I pick up? Walking Dead. Is this a good jumping on point? No. (laughs) It is not a good jumping
0: on point. Don't jump on. Jump on at number one. Walking Dead is not a book you can jump on or jump in. It is not at all in any way, shape, or form explaining itself. It's not Like, you have to, you know what? Now that I think about it, if you jumped on at issue 163, you would have no idea what was going on, who was who, who matters to who, who said why he or she is saying that. You know, nothing. Like, we are 10 plus years with these people, (laughs) you know, and like, there's no recap. There's never, well, there is a recap, but there's never like a you know, here's what happened over the past 10
1: plus years. So I believe this is 25 cents to celebrate. 25 years, that's what it is. 25 years of, of image comics. Uh, but 25 cents would uh, would make you believe that this is a good one to, to hop in on. Uh, but you, um, would be, you would be we would be my man wrong. killer croctavius is telling me that is not the case. Yeah. So if if this was my
0: comic book store and you said, "Hey, smack yo, it at his hand." <laughs> the Walking Dead. I want to start with this one." I'd be like, "What do you mean by start?" "All oh, was thinking, I pick I just smack." What? It. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> what? You get issue number 1? Yeah. Or you get out. Yeah. Be like, "Mr. Glass, hey, what did you say?" "Yeah, get out of my place."
1: Yeah. All, All right. right. Fair enough. So, books of the week Yeah. Books of the week. Batman 16. Mm -hmm. And we doing this? You want to do this? Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about a book that came out last week. That is Civil War 2 The Oath. Civil War 2 The Oath is an epilogue to Civil War 2 The Event, which if you have listened to our show, you heard us get very excited about that book uh, until the ending. Yeah, guy. Yeah. Just kind of fizzled out. Didn't really stick the landing. Um, but I th- I think it was a fun journey up until that point. The Oath is a book that I wanted to introduce for this show, for this segment, because there's a lot of conversation taking place around this book. Nick Spencer, as I mentioned his name earlier in the show, he catches a lot of flack from Everybody like conservatives and Republicans and Democrats and libertarians. And I'm like, if you have an opinion and a belief system, you've probably yelled at Nick Spencer before on Twitter. He, he catches a lot of it. And the oath is really interesting, like doubling down on this plot arc in which Captain America is a Hydra agent. And we've talked about that previously, and that makes people feel a ways. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit today, Uh, and we could start there. Why don't we start there?
0: Okay, now let's start. start Spoilers. If you haven't read Civil War II, spoilers. If you haven't read Civil War II The Oath, spoilers. If you haven't read Captain America Steve Rogers, spoilers. Yeah. If you also haven't read Batman 16, spoilers. Um, because there's no getting around it. We're going to have to talk about these things in order to talk about these books. So three, two, one...
1: Spoilers, it's your fault so the main reason why I wanted to talk about this, usually with a, an event once an event is over I, I'm done with it. If they're doing like follow-up stuff, Marvel does this all the time. they're like, um, join us as we figure out how to sift through the detritus of the last event and I'm like, nah, I'm done I, I I'm all evented out I'm like, what the heck is the what the heck is the detritus? You know all the flotsam and jetsam and the what are you what what are these words you're saying? debris? You know? Okay, there
0: we go. Bring yeah, it, this bring John it, broke bring it back down to what I'm. That this John broke. All this right. John Ooh, broke. I got you. Whip
1: them pieces. Uh, <laughs> p- pick up the pieces. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I usually I'm, I'm just not here for it. And the reason I picked this one up is because this is Nick Spencer doing two things. One, he is paying homage to the epilogue from the original Civil War arc, and the that was called the. Uh, I don't remember. Heck. It was called The Heck. Okay, let's go with that. No, it wasn't called that. But it 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 was Iron Man speaking to Captain America. And it was, I think it was called The Oath. Mm-hmm. No, this is the Oath. No, whatever. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Now I'll figure it out in post. I'm just edit this in here. But it was uh it was a book by I think Bendis, in which Iron Man was speaking to Captain America. And in Civil War One, that had Concluded with Captain America being killed on the steps of the Capitol. Right. So you got Tony Stark sitting over his dead body, talking to him about where it all went wrong, what his true beliefs are. And now you have Civil War II epilogue, The Oath, and it's, it's familiar in that way. It's a parallel to Civil War I in that way, but it's in reverse order. You got Steve Rogers sitting down over Tony Stark's dead body. And they're talking about what happens after the events of Civil War II. Now, here's the thing. This is building up for a new event. And that event is called Secret Empire. So what you need to know is this is the ending of an arc and the creation or the the runway for an arc that is yet to come. But this is Marvel. Deciding they're going to sink their teeth into Nick Spencer's storyline in which Steve Rogers is a Hydra agent. He's a sleeper cell. He's a bad guy. And in the oath, as a result of civil war, S.H.I.E.L.D. has been given this, this ability. They've like written this, this uh, uh, proclamation that says S.H.I.E.L.D. is as powerful uh, uh, as the president of the United States, and in a time of crisis, is capable of controlling surveillance, uh, controlling the police, controlling everything, would be in charge, right? Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. would have the final say on a number of things. Right. And the person who is elected the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. is Steve Rogers. Now, Steve Rogers is Hydra. Steve Rogers is now going to be in charge of all kinds of things. Q. No one man should have all that power. Right. That's that's the point in, in time when you will play that song, and uh, this is Steve Rogers talking about his belief systems and where all the heroes went wrong. And he's you know discussing things with Tony's dead body about why Tony failed and will always fail and so on and so forth. The main reason I wanted to talk about this, Octavius, is because people hate this. Tell me why. Here's what I sent to Octavius as we were sending uh, uh, messages to and fro over the weekend. AV Club, who I really like quite a lot. The AVClub.com sent out this uh, uh, post, and it's a tone-deaf marvel doubles down on Civil War II's Nazi Nazi agenda. So people are saying Steve Rogers is Hydra. Steve Rogers is a Nazi. Steve Rogers is becoming the president. This is not okay. This is not good escapism. This is bad storytelling. It's depressing and awful. And then there's another one that says, Captain America is still evil in the comics and Marvel's best villain. That's from moviepilot.com. And then there's another one that says, Marvel teases a vicious alt-right takedown in Secret Empire. And Interesting. That, that's on inverse.com. No one can agree on what this comic book means and what it stands for. So I wanted to find out, what the hell did you make of this? Because this was like a textbook. Like reading this, John, this was Captain America making a speech and saying this is the way it's going to be. It's kind of like an inauguration. This is a week after Donald Trump has been inaugurated, the inauguration of the 45th. And now we have this scene in which Cap is doing this in front of a bunch of people and promising that we will serve the people, we'll give power back to the people, we'll take it away from the, the people who are powerful and control it. I'm like, there's a lot of parallel happening here. But then this is also concluding with Captain America saying he sees a future in which Hydra takes over everything. Like, there's a vision of signs that say, add to the ranks, register today, hail Hydra. There's an image of a news station and anchors speaking on the news and Hydra agents effectively holding them at gunpoint. Yeah. They like, say what we want you to say or else. There's a school classroom where they're waving a Hydra flag. And saluting it. And saluting it. Yeah. Um, This, John, is scary. The next page is an internment camp for mutants and inhumans. Mm. Like, this is frightening stuff. Yeah. And you got people who say, this is trash, and this is, we're belaboring trash. We're making people upset right now. Mm -hmm. And then you got people saying... This is this is great opposition. So where are you with this? Where where is your heart as you're reading this comic book? Uh, my heart is let the people tell the story they want to tell you. How do you mean? I, I know you've said that before, but you know, like what? Are you you're just saying it could be good, it could be bad. I'm just going to stick around for it no yeah, matter I what. I don't, I don't. I don't feel one way or the
0: other. Mm. Like I don't feel like oh, this is. Re- ridiculous like that I don't I'm not even fighting anything back that's like that it's just like oh that's not how I responded at all it's a story sure you know what I mean like you're reading a story that someone else is telling and they don't owe you to tell you the story that you way you want it told at the same time you don't owe them your happiness or appreciation or approval So, neither party owes the other party. We talked about this a lot in our last episode. Yeah, neither party owes the other party. Really, what it's about is, you know, you don't have to purchase it. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to read it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to thumbs up it. You don't have to retweet it, repost it, like it, double-click it, you know, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you buy it at your own personal choice, and your reaction is your reaction. So, Mm -hmm. the idea that they're tone-deaf, it's like, well... Again, like did we know how Rocky was going to end when we saw the first scene? No, mm-hmm. we didn't know. We had no idea. We didn't know. We d- we still don't know how Star Wars ends when we keep going back and watching the movies or you don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, people are making decisions left and right. People are making decisions that they're not going to ride with Lyft and they're uh, they're going to they're not going to ride with Uber and delete Uber. Okay, that's your choice. You can make that decision if you feel so strongly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think that this writer owes you anything. I don't think he's in the wrong in any kind of way. So, to me, it's just like, okay, let's see where the story goes. The, and if I like it, I'll read it. And if I don't like it, I won't read it.
1: The Civil War I epilogue was The Confession. That's what it was called. It was called The Confession. Mm-hmm. So, this is, the, this is meant to be a parallel of that. This one is The Oath. Uh, and I, I have to say, I'm with you. And that puts me in an interesting predicament because you know this about me. Captain America is one of my favorites. I love captain america i love everything about captain america the suit the origin story the villains the shield i mean like everything i've loved him since i was a kid it's very nostalgic to me right it represents this kind of purity of comics and so captain america being transformed into not just a villain but everything that he's always fought against mm-hmm. that should be something that affects me very deeply but I have to say that I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm patiently exploring Nick Spencer's story, even if I'm not with it every step of the way. And I believe Nick Spencer has had some missteps. Even with I'm not, I'm not with it every step of the way, I think it's going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And the, the baseline here to understand is, Steve Rogers was in spoilers involved. again, major spoilers. Steve Rogers was involved in this arc called Avengers standoff in which there was a sanctuary town called pleasant Hill. And all of the denizens of pleasant Hill were actually villains, but they had this, uh, shield had this piece of the, the cosmic cube or the tesseract. If you want to use the etymology from the, um, from the movie. Cinematic Universe. Yeah, from the MCU. And it had manifested into a little girl. And the little girl is Kobik. So Kobik is this little girl, but also she is actually living, sentient co- cosmic cube with powers to alter reality. And Pleasant Hill is made of all these citizens, but they're secretly villains. And what it turns out to be is S.H.I.E.L.D.'s alternative approach for a prison in which the villains are made to believe that they're actually good guys and they're actually just regular old farmers and librarians and police officers. So a lot of characters said, nah, that's wrong. You can't actually mess with their brain. That's technically a form of torture. You can't do that. Right. Even if it's working. And turns out it didn't end up working. And there's this riot, and Red Skull is involved, and this, that, and the other thing. And it culminates with Steve Rogers getting his ass whooped. And he, this is old Steve Rogers at the time. He had lost his abilities, so Sam Wilson was capped. And at the very, very end of that arc, uh, Steve Rogers is getting a beatdown from Baron Zemo, like beating him lifeless. And then Cobick, the Cosmic Cube, steps in and gives him these abilities. And allows him to be. Not just back to his former super self. But even better. Stronger. More powerful than he was before. With a twist. So it turns out. Red Skull had used Kobik to give all the powers back to Steve Rogers, but also affect his brain, just like Pleasant Hill was doing, Uh and make him believe that he has always been Hydra, ever since a little kid, that he was raised by Hydra, that he was saved by Hydra, that he owes his life to Hydra, and he is secretly serving them this whole time. So there's this long-running underlying plot. Right. And it's coming to a head, and now Steve Rogers, secret Hydra agent, Agent is is more powerful than the president, and that reminds me of Trump. Yeah, it reminds me of Trump because he's saying words that Trump would say. Yeah, except a, a he's lo- being more uh, eloquent. Yeah, a he's lot a better, of similarities. A, speaker. a lot of similarities in his in his issue. Like they got Carol Danvers
0: talking about um, building a like a intergalactic wall. Intergalactic wall, so other like other aliens, planets, and other like beings can't come in and out. Which is like, oh, hmm, that sounds familiar, you know?
1: Yeah. And you you also see media pundits responding to it, saying, like, we can't consolidate this much power in one individual. You also see people saying things like this. It clears out the bureaucracy and the corruption. It gives control back to the people. Hashtag drain the swamp. Mm. I mean, you you get a lot of things that are really touching on what's happening in the world today. And I think that Nick Spencer knows very well what he's doing. Yeah. And he's playing with these characters to get an emotional response. Uh, Right. And... I wanted to talk about this comic now, if only to say, y'all, that's okay.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, that's I, all right. I you know what I, I I think about it, just comes across as like a level of entitlement, and we all wrestle with entitlement in different ways. But look, man, like <laughs> you're not in like they don't have to do it the way you want them to do it. Relax. Take it easy. Yeah. Just like I just I, I can't relate. It's one of those areas where I can't relate to you for you to get upset with somebody because they're not writing the book the way you want them to write it. Yeah. Like who owes you that? I it's a real question. Who owes you that? Where what leg do you have to stand on to get upset? I I just well, don't you know, I don't I don't see that. I don't you can not like it, but it's a weird thing, like they Owe you or they're they're wronging you some sort of way. That and that's what I can't follow. If you're like, I really don't like this, oh sure. You know, I don't like certain kinds of vegetables. Sure.
1: But I can't be mad at you. I can just choose not to eat them. I think there are two legitimate sources, and, and there are many more, I'm sure, but two that I can think of right off the top of my head that would cause a very justified suspicion, if not outrage. One The very clumsy and difficult to understand relation between Hydra and actual Nazis makes things kind of complicated. Okay. Because the original story is Hydra and Nazi basically synonymous back Mm -hmm. in the day. Mm -hmm. Because that's what we needed Captain America around for. To punch Hitler in the jaw. Yeah. Right? Right. Now, as Marvel has gotten more famous, more mainstream, mm-hmm. made more money, mm-hmm. we have stepped away from using the Nazi word. Right. And we have doubled down on Hydra, just right. kind of being a, a facsimile of that thing, a fictional take. Right. Right. I think that causes rise because Nazis were real people who did real horrible things to real people. Uh-huh. And there's an emotional connection to the real people who suffered. And the idea that... A, a fictional character who was a hero who f- helped us help the nation fight Nazis is now potentially a Nazi. Uh-huh. I think, I think the re- reality here is there's gray area and comics are generally difficult to understand even when they're only in <clears throat> their lane. And this is sort of like switching lanes. Can I say something? Well, so there's one other thing mm-hmm. and and I'll, I'll say it. And then, and, and you, you give me what you got. Ike Perlmuter, mm-hmm. Marvel CEO, Mm-hmm. His buddies were Trump. Mm-hmm. So I understand why somebody would be like, mm, I'm going to raise an eyebrow at some of these stories because Ike Perlmuter is a pretty weird dude. Okay. And potentially dangerous. Yeah, So I get that. What, right. what what do you have? This
0: goes back to one of the questions that we got um, about, I remember someone was asking like, how do you think they're going to redeem Carol Danvers' character. Um, And that's a fair question. And there's nothing wrong with that question. I think it has more to do with my perspective. I think some of the expectations that people have when it comes to comic books and superheroes is that they're good or bad. Who do you know that's like that? Yeah, sure. They don't allow these characters to be people to go through difficulties and struggles and have flaws why does carol need to be redeemed
1: why can't she just why can't carol just be
0: carol why can't she just be that's just how she is yeah like this you know what i'm saying like do you need to be redeemed does does you know like so maybe captain america is not good old boy big cheese smile punch the bad guy in the face maybe that's not his arc for his entire life yeah who said that that has to be his art? Maybe he becomes a Nazi, yeah maybe he becomes a part of Hydra. and well, uh, my my grandfather, okay well who well, how did how did this become about your grandfather? No disrespect to your grandfather or your grandmother or whomever. but h- how did this become about people with your last name? Sure like, I'm just I'm having a hard time making that connection because Captain America's not yours. You know what I mean? He is not yours. He is a character, and because Captain America or Batman or whatever, a a writer, or he goes through a certain arc or story, chill out. Like, let that character go through the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, and let the different creators take them through different stories. That's the whole point. Sure. Like, if we keep telling the same punch Hitler in the face story over and over again, it's going to get boring.
1: You know what's interesting you know what I'm though? saying? this this brings up something that I, I I've just landed on right now and I can finally articulate it. I can't think of other mediums. I can't think of other art forms in which there could be confusion about the status quo of a character. So case in point, you go to buy a t-shirt and it has James Bond on it. You put on the James Bond T-shirt. And other people are like, yo, James Bond. I love James Bond. Yeah, he's good. He's a great agent. I understand what he does. I get what he's about. Even though he's been played by a bunch of different characters with different behaviors and personalities, and he's gone on different adventures, I generally have an understanding of where he's at. Yeah. You put on a Captain America t-shirt and be like, yo, Cap is my favorite. Love the mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. I like this Captain America from this comic book way back when. And somebody could walk up to you and be like, yeah, but he's a Nazi now, though. Okay. And then you'd be like, Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean he's a Nazi? Yeah, in the comic books, he's a Nazi now. What do you mean that's what's happening? you telling me that I'm wearing a Nazi shirt now? So, like, I think comics have this interesting... They're sort of mainstream. They like 1 foot out the door and 1 foot in. They're sort of mainstream, but they still have this this zone that you and I know about that we discuss about on the show that affects them and what they're represented as. And that's interesting to me. And I wonder if that means that people don't know how to feel about the characters. And it's even more upsetting when that information is given to them. Cause look, AV club, I I think it's, I think it's entitlement. AV club is shown to and shared by anybody who uses the internet. You might not ever walk into a comic book shop ever, but you might see AV club and be like, what is this about cap? and that would cause i think a little stir a little emotional stir understandably people are entitled to their
0: opinions sure you're allowed to have your opinion but everybody's got an opinion yeah so like again i still i still kind of land in the same place which is just like okay
1: but can you just What else is there to talk about? Can you justify the reaction from some people? Like yes, no. I understand why you're upset. No. Well, but but think of it this way, Ak. I'm struggling I mean, I'm Nick not, Spencer is trying to get this kind of response. So, so, like, can you say that he's doing a good job? Wait, I, what, maybe I missed the first question. What what was I saying no to? People are upset. Mm-hmm. Can you understand why? No. So
0: I think I'm struggling. So let me let me clarify. I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I don't get it. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, sure. So, okay, so like, if you're like, man, I went to the ice cream shop and they only had vanilla, they only had vanilla. They had run out of chocolate. And it's like, okay, that's my response.
1: Okay. You, do, do you
0: get you get what I'm you get what I'm saying? It's like, yes, all right, Well, I wanted chocolate. It's like, but they didn't have chocolate. Yes, yes. But, so, but also so like, you have some I empathy.
1: You have some empathy for somebody who feels loss, right? Like, oh man, I didn't get my favorite thing.
0: Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. But that's that to me is like that's not what right to change why, that word. Why, why are we talking about that? Sure, because sure, sure, that's sure. what humans have to deal with. You're sure. not, you don't get your way all the time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so for me, it's like, why are we talking about the fact that you didn't get your way? Like, yeah, yeah I didn't get my way either. Somebody cut me off in the street. Like, right. oh, we're just complaining today. Okay. We're just talking about what makes us upset. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Here's what makes me upset. Well, but oh, but do, do you get what I'm trying to say? So to y- me, sure, it's, it's sure. very like, why are we writing think pieces about the fact that they ran out of chocolate ice cream? Yeah. It's like, okay, you didn't get your way. But, but it, the, the job of this place is not to have chocolate ice cream stock for when you walk in the door. There's a balance. It's not the job of the ice cream
1: shop. But, but I mean, we, we have to understand and, and I think we would have to appreciate the fact that we're doing a, a comic book focused show. Mm-hmm. So part of the culture is creating new thoughts and conversations based on the response to the culture itself. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're contributing by responding to it. Mm-hmm. Right? So... I understand why people were right about it. I think the the thin line that is difficult to figure out is when are you demanding something be changed because you don't like it versus just having a conversation about what you're experiencing.
0: Well, I'm hearing name calling. Yeah. That's what I'm well, hearing. Yeah. yeah and that's, and, that, and you know, let, me, let me clarify. That's what I'm responding to. Sure. If you're like, man, dang, they didn't have chocolate ice cream. I really want to ask. You guys are a bunch of idiots. The tone-deaf marvel. How dare you not have chocolate? Don't you know people love chocolate ice cream? What's wrong with you? I'm going to boycott this. Whoa, hold up. Wait, hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah. Why are you cursing at this guy and calling him names because he didn't have your favorite ice cream flavor? Yeah. Like. No, that's not that's not an appropriate response sure. to not getting your way. That's sure. not appropriate. You can be upset. Sure, you can be disappointed. But when I say, can you understand where people are coming from? I'm responding to the name calling like, no, I, I don't get it. I don't see, no, I, I can't relate to that. I can't relate to that response. No, I can't. I I You know what I mean? Like I, I can't oh well I, I I get why you respond that way. No, I don't get why you respond that way because that's an inappropriate response to me. Mm. Now if someone's like I'm kind of disappointed with what's going on with Cap. Oh yeah, okay, I get that. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Sure. I mean I make that's fair. But you don't have but at the same time, depending on my relationship with that person, is like, well, you don't have
1: to buy the book. It's you the, know? It, yeah, it's about the magnitude of the response. Yeah. And and I, I think the bottom line and and the comic book fans probably all realize this mm-hmm. is Marvel has an, an incredible amount of shining wonderful superheroes yeah. that you can get behind if you don't like Cap. Yeah. Period. And you know what's going to happen? are going to come by and you're not going to like how they draw. Yeah,
0: Inkers are going to come by you're not going to like how they're ink. Letterers, you're not going to like how they letter. Word. Writers, you're not going to like how they write. Arcs, you're not going to like those arcs. Events, you're not going to like those events. But when you start Accusing people of things and calling them names, no, I can't I can't relate. Sure. Because you didn't get your way. Like yeah. that's not an appropriate response. And that's what that's so that's what I'm saying. You cannot like it, but you you don't have to like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, somebody does like it. hmm So and I'm sure they're trying to consider. I mean, Ben Affleck might come out here and be Batman. You might not like the way they do it. You don't have to like the way they do it. Mm-hmm. When you start calling Ben Affleck a flipping idiot, blah, blah. Whoa, hold, hold up, fam. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Nah. I'm boycotting, I'm burning every Ben Affleck movie. Okay, because you didn't like how he did Batman? All right. Sure. I, I Can you understand where they're coming from? No. Sure. No, I can't. But that's sure right. If you want to burn all your Geely copies of the Geely DVD, go like, for I it. I mean,
1: I don't have any more because they done been burned. Yeah. That's, well, that's over. You know,
0: if you saw Live By Night and you were like, you know what? Oh. I used to love the town. <laughs> I used to love Argo.
1: Guess what, Ben? I dug up my old copy of Ghili. I didn't like Live by Night, so I burned Ghili. Yeah. I can't. How you feel about that?
0: I'm gonna go be starring Batman. That's how I feel about. it. <laughs> yeah. Let me just count my money. You know, I'm gonna wipe my eyes with my hundred dollar bills. But I don't know. What do you think about what I'm saying?
1: I'm, I'm. I hear you. I have. This is always the case. I'm. I am way softer to approach this sort of thing so i'm like <laughs> i understand why somebody would be outraged i understand why this think piece would be written i understand the name calling i understand you it. understand it that doesn't mean i condone it I how don't, do you understand it? i, I do understand where you're coming from because captain america and other heroes captain america could be any hero It could be any franchise could be any figure or icon is something that Representing emotional connection. Okay. Representation. Sometimes people need these things to bring them out of bad places. And it hurts to see those things go places that you don't want them to go. Mm. So I understand, do not condone. So I, I can see the source and where this came from. I see it. Okay. I get it. Okay. Don't endorse it though.
0: Okay. So when you say you understand, what do you mean by you understand? So maybe that will help me. Understand,
1: Understand. meaning I know what it feels like to have something you love go into a direction that you do not want and to decide that you need everyone to know how you feel about it because you want to garner support for how you feel about it. You want to see affirmation of your emotions. You want to see other people agree with you, and you want to have your voice heard by the people who have wronged you. Wronged you? Yeah, listen. Listen, wronged you? Listen, listen, that I was with you until I heard wronged you. Hold up. I'm not done. Got you. Watchmen shouldn't be involved in Rebirth. Shouldn't be in the DC Universe. That is an opinion. The Watchmen characters don't belong there. That's an opinion. The Watchmen... That, that's correct. These are right, my opinions. Right. The Watchmen Universe was an observation and a study of comic books as a medium of these characters they should not live coexisting with the characters themselves none of that should happen it bothers me on an emotional level that dc isn't doing something that i like okay but i'm not writing about it because of two reasons one i'm lazy I don't give a shit like that. I have a podcast, and I'll talk about it on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And two, because I have an understanding of why they're doing it. I also have an understanding of the source of my energy and my emotion and my response. And I'm cool here. I'm comfortable with that. I don't need to see my opinion echoed on this subject. There are other things that I probably need that justification and that validation from, but not on this subject. So when I see a piece that says, a tone-deaf Marvel doubles down on Civil War II's Nazi agenda, that rubs me. But yeah, I get it. I get it. And it opens the door to have a bigger conversation about ownership of a character, about the emotional attachment of – The the brand, Marvel, is attempting to create an emotional attachment with you, the reader, Mm -hmm. the person who buys Mm – But you vote with your dollar. Yeah. Right? So if they say, we know you love Captain America. We do. We know you do. and We want you to buy these books. And then you do something like this. Yes, I do understand the protest. I do understand the protest. What are they protesting? They don't like the book. They don't like the arc. Man, protest is...
0: Maybe, I guess that's protesting. you vote with your dollar? I, I guess there's... So the words have baggage to them. So I... Honestly, I'm having to like work through the baggage very quickly and just kind of get. Which we've talked about. I don't process fast. You know what I mean? Like, I it takes me some time to talk through. And one of the things that you said that still I'm still trying to wrestle through is like wronged you. Like, well, hold on, who wronged you? Yeah, it feels emotional. I'm not. I'm not. Now I'm getting surgical. I'm not asking about how you feel. Mm -hmm. Wronged
1: you and feeling don't necessarily line up. So this is the this this would be the inherent issue is your literal interpretation of the words that i'm saying doesn't leave any space for like understanding anything other than the absolute specific technical precise language which i can't use i can't like give you the merriam webster no 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 version
0: no but i'm it, it's not that i'm it's not that it's that i am listening to what you're saying right and I'm responding to what you're saying. Right. Not what you meant to say or not what you're feeling. Because when we start talking about how you feel, oh, there's no debate about that. I can't, I can't debate and go back and forth with you about how you feel about something. That's yeah. a du- that conversation's over. Yeah. So I can't stand here and challenge or question or, or convince you otherwise. I feel this way. Sure. So, well, that conversation's over. But then when you make a movement, and start accusing someone of something. It's not are Well, I'm, just, I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying, now we're going beyond how you feel. Mm-hmm. Now there's an accusation that has to be founded in something other than feelings. Because if I walk up with you, to you and go, you made me feel so-and-so. And it's like, okay. Sure. And you're guilty of, whoa, 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 whoa. Now you just said I'm guilty of something. We move beyond feelings. Now there's an accusation. Sure. So it's like when you say you've wronged me, mm-hmm. I go, oh, there's something concrete here we're talking about. Sure. If you say I feel so and so, then it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, let's talk about how you feel about that. Let, you know, but wronged me is that's that's something else, and that's that's why I'm kind of making that distinction. Yeah. Is this a feeling
1: or is this? A fact. It's all feeling, 100% of it, because mm-hmm. the fandom is feelings, mm-hmm. right? And you, Marvel or whatever publisher earned the feelings from me mm-hmm. with whatever they were producing before, yeah. whether it was, you know, the, the collectible cards or action yeah. figures yeah. or movies or comics. And like, you earned my fandom right. somehow, right? And whatever machine earned my fandom mm-hmm. suddenly barfed on me. And I'm like, oh, whoa. You yeah. were giving me all these goodies, though. Mm-hmm. You gave me all these treats. Mm-hmm. I liked all that stuff you gave me. How yeah. come you barfed on me just now? And I don't my, like that. And my challenge is, own that. They who, didn't. Who owned that? You. You person who feels
0: that way own that. Mm-hmm. They didn't barf on you. You felt barfed on. They didn't do a thing to you. You felt a certain way about what they did, which so, is
1: an important dis- distinction here. Because I, did, I get that. I get that. I get that. And, but it robs there, accountability from a business too. No, I'm, no, 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 it, it totally does. It, Yo, makes, what if you whitewash you responsible, a character?
0: It, it may that's that is a different situation. Why? Because well, here's here's two different things. So if you whitewash a character, yeah. you can say. You whitewashed a character. Okay. You did this exact thing, and this is why I'm upset about that. Yes. Okay? If you say, well, you did this, and you made me feel... No, no, you felt that way about it. Okay? So, I didn't like the way you did this. Okay, you don't have to like it. Yeah, sure. You whitewashed the character. I didn't like that. Okay, you don't have to like that. Yeah. And Now, if we can have a moral conversation about something that is morally right and wrong, mm-hmm. that's completely different than... I didn't like the way you made this. The, made this. This. You know, story decision. I sure. think those are a little different. They're not the same thing. The the instance so that, that makes that's them- why I'm saying like, I, again, my challenge is. Okay, you feel that way. Own your feelings. Sure. You feel that way. Sure, sure, sure. You felt like this happened. That's different than they did something to you. Sure. Because there's an accusation, and I need a fact. And here's what they did to me. Here's, here is their, here's how they wronged me. Mm-hmm. Here's how they violated me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I don't think they wronged you. I don't think they violated you. I just think you don't like what they did. Yeah. And is there some sort of moral like conversation that we're having? Is there some sort of moral wrong that's happened here? No? Oh, this is preferential? Oh, okay. Well, we're talking about preferences. Everybody's got them. Yeah. And that's, let's talk through that. Sure. But let's take away this acute. Like, let's take away this like almost like lawful accusation. Let's remove that because that's not accurate. There is mm-hmm. no, there's no lawful wrong that has happened. There's no unlawful act that has happened here. It's mm-hmm. preferential, and I think that puts the responsibility back on the person to go. Here's how I feel, and let me talk from a position of preference and opinion, mm-hmm. not. Based off of like right and wrong. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to get. Cause I think we would have a more like profitable conversation mm-hmm. from there. Because now we all know we're talking about opinions.
1: Yeah. And facts. let's let's be straight like let, let let's be straight about this. Is you and I both agree that fan entitlement is real. Yeah. And an issue. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we see acted upon, I think irrationally. Frequently. And now the only conversation that there could be to debate is understanding the source of where that entitlement comes from. Because what's interesting to me is why do people feel that way? Now that's a conversation that we get. Now now I'm with
0: you. Right. Oh, okay. You felt so-and-so. Why'd you feel that way? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. What what triggered that? Well, why do you, mm, okay, that's interesting. Well, if he does that, oh, okay. But then again, but the thing—the reason why I can follow you now is because there's ownership. Sure, I, me, I feel this way. Yeah, Now they did this to me. Like, sure, I'm, I, you lost me. I can't even go there with you because, you know, like, and that—that because that, I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me.
1: I think I think this is the sort of thing that I would love to go to Comic Con to uh, uh, a panel to listen. To to learn about CBJ comp- for NYCC, CBJ for NYCC, two K seventeen. Yeah, I I would want to know more on the subject of what a publisher, an author, an illustrator thinks is their responsibility, because they giveth and they can taketh away. Yeah, and I'm curious about how that loyalty works in in mutual respect is it expected to be one way we give you the fans the audience the readers whatever we damn well please and you gobble it up or is it a give and take is there ever a time when audience voices could be loud enough to make marvel think uh you know what maybe that wasn't an excellent Sure. Idea. yeah yeah
0: i you think know? i think that that is important that The audience has the ear of the creator.
1: Yeah. I'm curious what that parlay is like. Yeah. Because no doubt this is a system and it contributes to itself. Mm -hmm. The fans contribute to the system that Marvel puts out and so on and so forth. And I keep saying Marvel and Captain America, but this is with all things. Right. Any content provider. Yeah. And when you create these emotional connections and you profit off of the emotional connections, I'm curious about what the expectations are and... God, I would love to be in a Marvel office the day before they put these books to print. The day after the day it comes after out. As well. That's what I want to be in the but room. I want to see the nervous ticks and be like, we're we doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, are we doing this? Oh, I closed my eyes, I did it. It sent. Put yeah. it out to the printer. Yeah. And then when it comes back to see the way that people respond. What's yeah. that environment like? And you got, and also the other thing is I I mean, I've been saying
0: this on many episodes. You gotta let people tell you the story. They're wanting to tell you. Let them tell you the story. You know what I don't like? Mm. When somebody asks me a question and they cut me off in the middle of the answer, Mm. and I know I do that to people, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to not do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm trying to work through not doing that because I know I don't like when people do it to me. Okay? So, I'm telling you a story. I have... Well, how many How many books is Tina Hasi at? What well, we at, 11? 11. 11. Let them tell you the story. Yeah. Or stop buying it. Sure. Either one of those are options, but let me tell you the story. This is the nature of storytelling in this medium. You're not going to get the whole story in book number one. No. It might take me some time to unfold it. If you ever seen an M. Night Shyamalan movie, <sighs> you know what I mean? It's going to take you some time days yeah. to process it might take you years to, to, to process mm-hmm. but that's the nature sometimes of storytelling that's the nature sometimes of making creative art for you to consume mm-hmm. people have different paces they have different ways to tell the story so i'm advocating for sure have your opinion express your opinion at the same time take responsibility for your own feelings. Sure. Don't blame someone else for how you feel. Mm-hmm. Blame them for what they're guilty of. Mm-hmm. You know? So and communicate as follows. Right. You know? And let them let the people at least get the story out. That's that's what I'm advocating for. And if, and at the same time, if you don't like it, own that. I chose to stop buying it cuz I didn't like the way they were going. Vote with your dollar. And if you find out, yo man, the way they tied up Captain America, yo you might want to go back and check it out. Okay, cool. You were like, yo, you were right. Captain America's trash. Sure. You don't even waste your money
1: it anymore. Can, and, and it's gone that either of those two ways for me plenty of times. Plenty, Both ways, plenty of times. Yeah. Yeah. So all in all, this is the conversation around this book. An epilogue, for God's sakes, an epilogue, the extra part at the end for an arc that we were not wholly dissatisfied or wholly satisfied with uh, turned into... A Very interesting conversation about the way that we perceive ownership and entitlement and what we deserve. And the conversation is there to have, I can, I, I, I know that we haven't had the entire thing. We can continue having it all day long. And I suggest that you do the same Junto listeners. Uh, I I hope you're still with us. Yeah. Read the oath, and tell us what you think. right, and then give us an idea of what you think about the idea in general of like where Spencer is going, his ownership over it the The artist, I'm sorry, the artist is Rod Reese. you know, how do you feel about the artist contributing to it? You know, wh- what do you feel is the responsibility of a storyteller and the responsibility of the audience member? Where are you at with that? I want to know.
0: So we basically talked up four comic books worth of, um,
1: in one book. Yeah. And the, and the Batman book that we did want to talk about, here's what we'll give you about that. Read it. Yes. Damn it. Read it. Tom King is amazing. Yeah. And this is the first part of a brand new arc. So we're not leaving you hanging. We're still going to come back
0: to it, but you know, because of the sake of time, because we don't want to be having a three hour podcast, check it out. it is, exciting and again Ooh. it's a continuation <laughs> even though it's a new arc it's a continuation of the same story yeah so we're looping back around and we're coming we're, we're kind of it kind of seems like this is the end of the big story he wanted to tell mm-hmm. it's tying it all back together coming back from the first the first couple of issues so I'm excited to see the way it comes together so pick that up read it and um, we will come back to it
1: yeah yeah and let us know if you want us to come back to it like if you want us to do a book of the week ana- uh, analysis on the book. We, we want to know if you're down for that. You can tweet at us at comic book Junto. If you're excited for us to talk about Batman number 16, let us know. You have a number of ways to hit us up. And if you're excited about the book itself, you know, tell us what you think. This, this is a yeah. parlay. Yeah. The Junto happens here, doesn't stop. Once the mics turn off, right, uh, it continues online. Y'all, yeah. honestly, you're like the only contingent of Twitter I'm talking with right now. <laughs> like the rest of the rest of them, we're, we're having we're having a timeout. So it's just you, Junto listeners. Yeah, it's just you. All
0: right, so that's episode fifty-eight. We're going to go ahead and shut it down. Books of the week for next week, we will figure those out because not exactly sure how we're going to go about doing this. But again, let us know what books you want us to talk about. Uh, four books of the week for episode 59. Remember, coming up on 60
1: episodes. Oh, God. We're creeping up there. That's unreal. We've we're, been around We're, for... uh, we're entering... The, it is February 1st right now. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this, it's probably the second or third. Hopefully, it's February 2nd. And uh, we're coming up to a year anniversary. Yeah. In fact. Yeah. I got to track down when we did our first show. Yeah. I got to figure that one out. The truth is out there. The truth is out there. Ooh. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank appreciate you for that. Thank, Thank you for sharing that mean, with us. Any whole time, man.
0: All right. So that's episode 58. Right. Uh, <laughs> we love you guys. We really appreciate you guys hanging with us. Thank you for all of the five-star reviews and the positive comments on iTunes. Please do that if you haven't done that yet. Follow us on SoundCloud. Leave your comments on SoundCloud as well. Follow us on Twitter. Follow Adam on Twitter. He's at Adam Teteris. I am at Octavius A. Newman on Twitter, Instagram, and all of the other social media um, Also. Send us those tweets. Send us those emails. Leave us those voicemails. We love it when you guys do that. Um, and please give us your feedback on episode 58. What did you think? What did you like? What did you not like? Would you like to see us do more of? Less of? Um, do you agree with me that Star Wars no. No, Rogue One not doing, is 3.5? No. no Do you agree that Superman Returns is a terrible movie? Pretty do good. Do you agree that Arrival doesn't make sense at the end and you know are you going to see triple X return of Xander Cage great question that's
1: what I want to know are you going to also what other movies do you want us to see us do movie reviews on we will be doing some some delayed movie reviews and now is as good a time as any to tell you I will be out of the country for two weeks beginning this weekend I'm going to be kicking it in Thailand for two weeks until mid to late February we will be getting the show out don't you worry about that but there are some movies coming out while I'm away, that we're going to have to do a one shot on maybe a little bit late. Yeah. Perhaps a little delayed. Yeah. So excited. We got rings, which I know you're excited about. No. no. We got the
0: Lego Batman movie. Yes. We got John Wick 2. Yeah. Chapter 2. We got The Great Wall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Cure for Wellness. I'm excited about it too.
1: All right. And Get Out. Yeah. That looks great. Very right. excited. February so, is a good So let us time. know
0: about February What movies do you want to see us do Movie reviews on Let us know
1: Anything else? Man, that's all I got That's everything that's Episode about, 58 that's all, that's all of my energy Splash That's <laughs> everything Go listen to the Slippery By Begos Featuring Gucci Mane It's gonna change your life Ooh. It's a good song Yeah
0: Alright, that's it We love you guys Thank you guys for hanging up with us For two plus hours Until next time Peace <laughs>